Welcome to the Blind Mike Project with Blind Mike. This is the Army Major. I've seen all the nonsense you two have said about me, and I don't care for it. But pub is pub, even if it is for a couple of jackaloons. Listen, or no, listen, I don't care. And that's a fact. Here's your host, Blind Mike Geary. Settle down, folks. Settle down. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I notice Richard has a tough time enunciating certain words. <laughs> Jack O'Loons. <laughs> I like that. You know what I think? It might be tough because, well, once Hackride has enough intros, I think then we can have the main subject of the day intro the show. Right. You know, exactly. like today, we may do a lot of Ojeda. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, folks. You thought him meeting a Native American was fun. There's so much. Imagine a newer type of person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the chat, by the way, uh, Stuttering John just pranked everyone, made it seem like he was going live, and then ended it. Oh, that dirty dog. <laughs> up against me? You thought you could take me down, John? He saw we were live and then, you know, went, ah, man, I'll, I'll wait. We scare I'll, him away. I'll wait till. Ooh, let's see what the Army Major said this week. I'll wait till later. <laughs> uh, I mean, first I should probably goes without saying, but I should start the show by saying congratulations to Team Minahan. Unbelievable performance. That was awesome. Watch wasn't even really close, by the way. <laughs> they kind of just steamrolled them. The first round was not close. The first round, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one was literally to the wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was uh, ashamed by Dan's performance. I thought that was going to be a little more competitive. Well, they're either like unbeatable or terrible. There's no in between oh, for that team. Seemed that way. But yeah, no, the like the um what was the Vladimir Rodmanovich that he just pulled out of his ass? <laughs> that was insane. I never <laughs> even wild. heard that name. Yeah. And uh I mean, you know, I we won't comment. We'll wait for the uh DVD to come out. You know, I'm sure I'll, maybe I'll be interviewed. I'll give my comments as a fan on that. Yeah. Um I do think a parade route would be very funny. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> they just got a duck boat throughout Boston. <laughs> There's a good chance he's actually going to get rings made too. That's that's very funny. <laughs> but um, it's also it's also not funny. It's very realistic because it felt like such an event. Like it really was. Maybe it's because I'm following everyone on Twitter and everything, but it felt like a true event. And I don't keep up on like what, the, the biggest YouTube shows do when they go live necessarily. So I don't know how this compares, but I remember like 10 years ago when Rogan would go live on YouTube, that was obviously the biggest show. You have like 20, 25,000 live viewers. I, I don't know what the peak was, but just when I happened to look last night, it was like 36,000 people at one time watching the dozen. Oh yeah. The only thing on the internet that's like bigger than that <laughs> is like Pat McAfee somehow gets like 300,000 concurrents. I think political stuff too. Like I, I don't know how real these numbers are, but I know like on rumble, Steven Crowder does like 200,000 viewers or something. That's crazy. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, shout out to everyone who made that a, a tremendous, um, tremendous event last night. Cause it really was, it did feel like a sporting event. It did. <laughs> it really Kirk obviously did. adapted to the role of villain very well. I didn't expect maybe cause I'm, you know, I live in, in in his world where I didn't think he would get the amount of booze that he got. I was surprised by that, but it it it, uh, it helped out, I think. Well, he also in Chicago versus Big Cat. Oh, good point. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is is getting booed. 
Right. That's true. Because when he won, there was kind of cheers. Right. Well, you got to, I mean, you, you got to, you just watched history. You got to appreciate it. That's true. That's and that's kind of the first true champion of the dozen when you think about it. Because I feel like the first two seasons, they didn't really have the stride, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, that'll be in the <laughs> DVD. <laughs> the only, yeah, the only real champs. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we have, uh, like I said, we got a lot of Ojeda to get to. We got a lot of stuff today. So much Ojeda. <laughs> Where to begin? There's another point I wanted. Oh, this is one of the real quick. I just wanted to mention this. Um, do you ever get scammed? Do you ever get like bot messages on Twitter? I responded to one today. That's usually, uh, I usually, I, I, cause they're often looking for, um, like, uh, some sort of card with money on it, like a prepaid thing. So I'll make them, I used to do it on VGS all the time. I would make them send me voice recordings and then I would say I would do it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew where you were going, but what I was really praying for is you're like, so I send over money and they get their family taken care of. (laughs) So I pay. I'm in crippling debt, but they assured me they're going to get it back. His mom's got a busted knee and he just really needs to fix it. (laughs) Well, so I got, I get them all the time, particularly like I follow crypto. So I get a lot of like, Hey, you know, use this password and take my Bitcoin. I go, <laughs> Ooh, okay, good. See, those are interesting. I get the, uh, oh, I'm new in town. I'm single and love cooking. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> it's funny you say that. I got today, the only reason I'm mentioning this, because I get like, maybe I'll fall for one someday if they get good enough. You know, I understand people are gullible or they're not thinking whatever. But the one I got today is I, I'm new to your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? And I'm like, oh, so of course you reached out to me on Twitter and asked me to video chat with you. That's very neighborly of you. <laughs> I'm like, step your game up. You gotta that. That's the worst one I've ever seen. Yeah, that's weird. Are you outside my house right now? <laughs> hey, hey, neighbor. I figured I'd contact you on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe we can give each other a call. Or something. Do you have Do you have WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah, you get a, a pending message, and it's like, uh, Hey, buddy, your uh, your trash cans are still on the street. Yeah, I know everyone in Waltham communicates through WhatsApp, so I figured that's how we'd get on the horn with one another. WhatsApp's the what's the non-encrypted one or something like that, right? I don't even know. Is that Cuban? I think what it's mainly used for, like I know Facebook owns it, and I think it's uh, for you know, like if uh, if Alba wanted to contact the motherland or something. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. No, no charge on the uh, communication there. Something like that. Got it. All right. Anyways, where to begin? Where to begin? Oh, I did tease that we've been ripped off. Speaking of the Kirk Minahan show, we've been ripped off by Chad Zumach. We sure have. Uh, so this was very fun for anyone that doesn't remember. Um, probably about a year ago at this time. Probably exactly, actually, because that's when Clemmer took the job at Barstool. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Kirk was obviously uh, going at Clemmer. I made some joke about him on Twitter. And uh, I took all the then, heat. What's that? <laughs> and then I took all the heat. <laughs> yeah, Craig was a real prick about this. <laughs> um, so Clemmer's wife unsubscribed from the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable move. Petty? Sure. But am I above it? Certainly not. Absolutely understand. <laughs> right. Craig, in a rare moment of alertness, sent me a screenshot showing that. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned it on the Kirk Minahan program. Thought it was funny. Good for a few laughs. In fact, it ended up being turned on me. It was made, I was made sport of because it became a very funny bit. Um, 
Uh, Craig, or I think Kirk said that uh, we should go door to door to everyone that unsubscribes from the Patreon. <laughs> Do exit and, interviews. Yeah, exit interviews. And then I believe a caller, It could this could have also been Kirk, but I think it was a caller that said we should call it Why Are You Leaving? <laughs> Which is very funny. So that was a very, uh, you know, roundabout way of saying that Chad must be a fan of that program because he has stolen what could have been a classic bit. <laughs> really could have been now I didn't have I don't have the self-confidence to do something like that you know I said to myself hey that could be funny but ultimately what it will result in is either nothing either people being like oh my I just got a new card or something whatever or people hitting me with hard truths that really (laughs) hurt my feelings that I didn't realize about myself well you got you got to be confident most of it is people going I can't stand Craig well, that would be nice. Ideally, that's what I like to imagine, but I'm a worrier. Yeah, I worry about the worst case scenario. But a man with such brazen, such gravitas said, oh, I will throw my dignity aside. <laughs> and I don't, even, I don't even need to broadcast it. So this is from a show we've mentioned before, Nobody Likes Onions with Patrick Melton. I guess he's in some war with Zumok, which... I want to touch on that briefly in a moment. But first, uh, someone in his chat did some good journalism here and found that Chad has been reaching out to patrons. Max, this is blatant promotion. I'm going for my goal of 200 Patreons by the end of May. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, boy. You had 200 Patreons in March. Never since. (laughs) I'm pushing tons of extra content and it starts out at $3 a month with additional tiers. Get every Chad messaging a fan, right? Yes. Okay. So this is, so a guy, Max, this gentleman, Max left Chad's Patreon. He was one of the elite 200 and he said, I'm out of here. Now that happens. Can I tell you something? (laughs) Of course there's people that have decided, boy, this is dog shit. I don't care for why you're laughing. The Blind Mike project is inscrutable. I can't even understand it. Bon voyage. I'm out of here. There's also people that like, you know, just it's a tough economy out there. Maybe they can't afford it, whatever. Um, But what happens most often is just cards get declined because they expire. Right. That happens on every Patreon. Uh, You know, with ones with more subscribers, it happens obviously more drastically. The percentage is probably about the same, but people with, Patreons of every level lose people just by accident at the beginning of every month. So Chad shouldn't beat himself up so much when a guy leaves, but he takes it to heart. He's very sensitive. So he reaches out to this Max guy and is pleading with him to come back. So go back just a little bit now that we have the proper context. (laughs) I'm pushing tons of extra content. And it starts out at $3 a month with additional tiers. This is literally the why are you leaving bit. Exactly. This is Chad going door to door saying, don't you understand what I'm doing here? Can you imagine how disgusting it would be? And believe me, uh, we may touch on some things I've done in the past later in the episode. But uh, how just gross it would be if you found out I was messaging people. Like if you went to the Patreon messages right now and I was like, 
Don't you get it's a bonus episode of why you laughing that no one else gets. Aren't you understanding that? You guys better stick around. You don't want me knocking on your door with my Bowie knife. (laughs) Don't you know Carl? Where else is Carl breaking down Tucker Max with us? Exactly. Are you not getting? You you have to pay for that service. (laughs) Just begging them. Please don't go. Every podcast show, episodes, audio and video, and giveaways for $10. This is a future for comics and the easy way to support Tim Dillon is making. Say, 200- I don't think it is. I think it might be soon the past. <laughs> the easy way to support Tim Dillon is making 225,000 a month from Patreon. No joke. Now I'm promoting is, Chad. Ask yourself. I have a message for Chad Zuma. Could you please ask yourself is Tim Dillon making so much money on Patreon? Uh, because of luck, charity? Is it that people just want to give him money? Or is it possible, has this ever occurred to you, Chad, that Tim Dillon is putting out a good product that people are interested in hearing more of? Could that be the case? I think it's, it might be because he's gay and it's Pride Month. That's why he's making so much. Oh, right now, this is the first time. They, June is number shot. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. I didn't realize. <laughs> Oh, Joe. The idea. How sad is it? Like, I've done plenty of sad things, so I'm trying to relate to Chad in a way. If I went to people and was like, guys, Joe Rogan has enough listeners. Why don't you listen to my podcast? Do you think Joe Rogan needs any more listeners? Listen to this show. I'm the Mud Shark. <laughs> I'm from Patreon. No joke. I'm promoting this grassroots style, so I hope you'll at least check it out. Either way, thanks for the support. All is well, Chad. Hold on. I hope you'll support and check it out. Either way, thanks for your support. It's like, what? So if I don't support, thanks for my support? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, things have gotten pretty rough with Chad. Carl sent me a video last night. I guess he broadcast for like eight minutes and then was too shit-faced and just turned it off. Oh, no. Yeah, so things are getting pretty grim in the world of Zumok, but (laughs) Jesus Christ. Have some dignity, Chad, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Wasn't there another one that leaked, too? Um, Oh, maybe, maybe. Was there, is that the one on Twitter? Was that not the same one? No, the one that, the other one that you sent when they sent me the screenshot from Milton's Discord. Yeah, that's a different one. Oh, let me hear that. Um, I'll read it to you. So the only way I got it, uh, let me pull it on the screen here. Chad Zumach. Uh, they sent me screenshots from Melton's discord. It's unfortunate what he's, uh, what he's going and how, oh my God, that's actually what he wrote. So that's not me fucking it up this time. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to assume he meant doing it's unfortunate okay. what he's doing and how people are falling in line. With that being said, you seemed very sweet in your messages to me and like you really cared. Oh, no. No ill will. Take care. <laughs> Sorry that you bought into the nonsense. I will admit. Now, here's where I, like I said, I was trying to relate to Chad and I came up with something uh, just today, I think this was, or yesterday. Um, someone will have to comment on like one, one of our uh, Why You Laughing episodes mm-hmm. that they hated the episode. And I just said, well, f- then well, they'll refund your money. If you got any problems, I'll, I'll refund it myself if they don't give it to you. And he's like, no, no, no. At the end of the episode, you asked me to do that. I was just doing I was playing <laughs> well. it was part of the bit. And I was like, oh, all right. 
Which Sorry, episode, which episode was it? I'm, I don't remember that at all. I think I don't know. I think it was the, I think it was the Doug Stanhope episode where I said criticize the end of the episode or something like that. <laughs> but he's like, funny. no, 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 you said this, and I'm like, listen here, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> so we all overreact. But here's the thing about Chad is that he won't play along with it. He won't have. Fu- he won't be like, oh boy, that is douchey, huh? <laughs> I did fuck up. Mike's like, I black out, but then I I come to and realize what I've done. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> um, I can admit I'm embarrassing. The thing about Chad is you either have to go all in or all out. You either have to be, you know, uh, Dave Portnoy, for example. His character is confidence. He portrays confidence all the time. And if he doesn't, it's like part of a, a bit of some kind. Well, you have to stick to that. You can't be the mud shark and like, hey, sweetie, it's okay, but I'd really appreciate it if you stayed. We're doing a lot here. I mean, I don't have all the Tim Dillon money. It would be appreciated if you stuck around, sweetheart. You seemed very sweet in your messages to me. And like you really. Coochie, coochie, coo. What a sentence. You seemed very sweet in your messages to me and you uh, seemed like you really cared. Well, that's how Stern did it at his peak when he had, you know, 100 million listeners. He went to each one of them and was and graded them on their personality. He's like, you seem like a nice guy, you know, control your drinking maybe a little bit, but you seem very generous. Uh, uh, the last sentence in this is you're allowed to like all the shows. I don't make fans pick sides. Have a good night. <laughs> wow. What a hero. <laughs> I'm allowed. What? You mean it, Chad? This whole time I've hated Carl and you didn't because I thought I wasn't allowed. You didn't tell me. Uh, I come buckets with two bucks says titties coming besides Vinny's O'Doyle rules. Buddy, you're watching the wrong shows for Christ. <laughs> this guy. Oh, yeah. There's no uh, who are these socials. So people haven't had their Tourette's fix or anything this week. That's true. <laughs> I should remind people if you want to go to our Patreon, if you want to find who are these socials or why you laughing or this show. Uh, if you're not aware of where the audio feeds are, where the YouTube feed is, support the show for free uh, by going to all those places, doing the things that help the show, like five-star reviews, likes, comments, all of that. Um, all the free links are blindmike.net. And the other thing you can find there is that Patreon. So if you want to subscribe for a month and then leave and get a message from me begging to know why, why are you rejecting me in this way? <laughs> Playing hard to get, is it? Uh, if you want that experience, then make sure you join the Patreon. Get us back to 700, baby. And, uh, oh, what did I just agree to do at 2,000 subscribers? Ooh, good question. It's recorded oh, somewhere. It was on, um, we did a bonus episode of Why right. You Laughing, Make America in Eight Again. Right, right, Which was right. tough to get through. Yes, it was. But um, I think I said that if we get to 2,000 subscribers, I will take... I will memorize Make America in Eight again. I'm guessing I would, you know, I could probably only get 15 minutes somewhere, like an, you know, open mic or something. Oh, no, I'll make, I'll make the whole thing happen. Oh, you'll make it happen. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll memorize as best I can Make America in Eight again and perform it at 2,000 <laughs> patrons verbatim. Oh, that'll be tough. That will be tough because you'll be so tempted to just say anything else but what he says. Yeah, and at 1,000, we play the Richard Ojeda drinking game. So, that's that's uh, right. That's right. Stuff to <laughs> so build make, towards. <laughs> make sure you sign up for that. Um, but blindmike.net is where you can get uh, all of those links. I appreciate it. And you'll never hear from me unless you want to. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, and uh, Haverty Grace, baby. 
I got my Sean Bowens hat. I think we've got a crew starting to assemble. Good. It's we're not listen. We'll be a small army, but we're gonna. There's, I think it's gonna be me, Justin, and we're gonna have some soldiers with us. So good. Uh, line up if you guys want to go to Haver de Grace. Um, the our tickets have been purchased, so uh, you missed your chance. But if you want to go and just uh, sit in the back row with us, the as far as the eye could tell, uh, we're the only tickets that have been sold so far. <laughs> But we're in the very back row, so if, that's, if you want to sit with us, make sure you do that. Well, that's not good. <laughs> no, I'm worried it's going to get canceled. Yeah, yeah, that's because I booked a hotel room. Oh, that, that yeah, I would make the Derry Opera, not Derry Opera House. Hello, whatever Opera House that is, Ever de Grace. Yeah, Ever de Grace Opera House refund your uh, hotel if they cancel. Yeah, yeah, yes, I will. <laughs> that'll, that'll be fun. <laughs> I'll fight with Mary. Mary's a kid. We got to meet Mary when we're down there. Have to. I'm gonna have. It was this, very funny. This is gonna be the most FOMO I might have ever had for anything. Justin informed me. I, I made. Could you see this in the video or no? Justin informed me that she had a bandage on her face, and that's why she said no. I just got in a fight. No, he he actually called me a couple days ago, and I was like, "What was she like?" And he goes, "Well, she had a band aid on her face, and that's what sparked that whole conversation." <laughs> very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so blindmike.net, get all of those things and uh, hit up the Patreon if you'd like. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to super chat us as we go along here. Yeah. Because we've got a lot to get to today. Um, On uh, Fuentes? hmm. Oh, yeah, let's do Fuentes because I forgot to get to this a week or two ago. We talked about Nick Fuentes a few months ago. I didn't know who he was. And he was, you know. He was the boogeyman in my mind. He was kind of this big, bad character. I had never heard his voice before. I didn't know what he was, but the way the media portrays him, I thought he was this rebel without a cause. Oh, my God, did I picture him as a scary figure. Little did I know, he's like an incel dork. He's a loser. So uh, this was going around. I don't know where this was. What does he do? Does he do a podcast or something? He does, I, It's probably on Rumble. If I'm guessing. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly where it is. He's a fucking loser, though, this guy. I disagree. I think he's got a pretty cool stance on women, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> How to get the ladies. That's true. This isn't at all creepy, by the way. Nope. Um, I think it's a really rad stance on women. No, bitch. I want to drink it. Oh, off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real quick before I jump back in the video, Box Eating Dad with the super chat says, Google Craig Oconee Fun World Molestation. <laughs> I guess we have no choice. What does that mean? I don't know. I told a story about uh, Fun World, and they misconstrued two stories, and uh, this is the chat during my show, and now everyone thinks I molested somebody at Fun World. Wow, you heard it here second, folks. Craig <laughs> not only molested someone at a at a theme park, but is admitting to it. On public airwaves. I sure didn't. <laughs> I was about to say something that made it worse. It would made it Headline, worse. <laughs> Craig Oconee, pedophile. Oh, well, no. Get that out there. Get that trending. <laughs> Anyways, Nick Fuentes, dork. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm sorry. Nick Fuentes off to a very graceful start here in his message to women. No, bitch. I want to drink it straight from the tap. I want it raw. I don't want to wait a moment. Right when the milk is good, I want to start... Drinking the okay. milk. Now, can Keep- I? That would imply 
He's, well, I, I was going to talk about how ridiculous that is and say, but that would imply like 13, 14. That's pretty much what he says. He, uh, by the way, is a virgin. That's uh, need that to be known. Yeah. And he's like proud of it, right? He's waiting till marriage. He's, or something. There's just no shot. Anyone's going near this fucking guy. And he's now using that as an excuse. I'd imagine, although there, I mean, Hey, there's, there's someone for everyone. There's someone whose dad stopped talking to them because they're a right-wing lunatic who would want this maniac to fill that void in their lives. Uh, Nick Fuentes likes cat boys. That's a huge thing in the chat right now. I have no fucking idea what that it's means. Cat boys? Yeah, there is apparently is a cat boy in Nick's shopping trip. It brings a romantic tear to my eye. <laughs> I'll have to investigate that now, apparently. Let's tune in next week <laughs> when we find this thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Send me the links. All right. I'll look through them. <laughs> it goes with women. I don't want to turn 30 and find some 20-year-old, 29-year-old woman that I have something in common with, and it's like, Oh, that'd hey. be gross. God forbid. <laughs> Ew, 29? Disgusting. It's actually the... Ex- you know what? I kind of sympathize now. He's exa- excri- describing my exact situation. I'm a year older than this old bag of bones in there. <laughs> She's past her prime now, you know? She's over 30. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. hey, properly aged like wine. Women don't age like wine. They age like milk. They don't age like wine. That's not how their hormones work. That's not how they work. Yeah, I got to find I gotta find my 16-year-old wife. Jesus Christ. See, this is this is the kid who went to Timcast with Jan, uh, Giannis, whatever the fuck his name is. I forget already. Oh, and Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis <laughs> Papas. And, uh, and um, uh, Kanye West. He was the other right. loser there. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the puppeteers in the in the Kanye movement. <laughs> he, and this is what I said about the kid last time we talked about him, is like, yeah, he, he thinks he's like an edgelord. He thinks he's shocking. And he is going to regret, in 10 years, he's going to regret this shit so much or be so far off the reservation that he's not a human being anymore. What's it's co- going to end badly for this guy. Either he's going to live with crippling regret or he's going to be such a fucking maniac monster in a few years that he won't be a person. <laughs> what's what's cozy.tv cuz he has a mug that says that on it. Oh, that's um it's like the blaze or it's one of these right wing things I think. So that's where this is. Okay. He Now, here's the flaw in Nick Fuentes's logic though. Uh unless there's some major developments in science over the next few years. That 16-year-old is going to become an elderly 20-year-old at some point. Ugh. That's the issue. That's, yeah. She's going to be some disgusting girl that can get into bars one day. You should, you should go for, for the school of Leo. <laughs> Just keep funneling through him. All right. Uh, I've used you up. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll get the same fanfare. Ooh, Nick Fuentes. You know Kanye? Hmm. It's a, what was it's he a, like? It's apparently a site for right-wing gay men. Is that true? Yeah, but this is again. This is where you can tell that Nick is just doing this for shock values. His argument doesn't even make sense. Hey, it's disgusting. <laughs> I want I want that out there first and foremost. <laughs> but, but B, it's like, well, they're gonna age, Nick. Don't you understand? There's a flaw in your lot. There's a fly in the ointment here, Nicholas. Yeah, and, and this guy's such a fucking catch. A <laughs> sixteen-year-old wife. Probably like, go I get turn. one, Nick. I'm sure the Nick Fuentes live shows are ma. It's like Crystalia. 
It's just, you know, 16-year-olds throwing their panties on stage, I imagine. Hey, babe, can I take you uh, to prom? <laughs> this kid's disgusting. I don't like him. It is kind of how you protect yourself from never needing a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, him saying this shit, is, it's a defense me- I mean, any fucking dime store therapist would be able to tell you that this is a defense mechanism because he can't get women to be like, no, 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 no. Women can't get me. Don't you understand? Don't you because of this? laws in this country. <laughs> Gross. They're not allowed. They, they want to very badly, but they're not allowed to date me. Dirty or something. Because here's the thing. I don't want to be like, let's say I get married to an 18-year-old now. Six-year age difference. When I turn 40, she's going to be 34. Ew. Ew. What if I'm 30? <laughs> <said> it, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know what? He's starting to convince me. Now he's making some sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe start later on then. <laughs> maybe wait till they're not 16 anymore. You know, like 18, 19, 20, if you're going to do this. Well, Nick, with this logic, Nick realistically can't can't settle down with someone until he's like 60 years old. Because if he's 60, then he'll never live to see these women get past their prime, most likely. You know? Mm. That's what you got to do, Nick. That sounds like a nice life. Wait till you're 60 to start living. That sounds... <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of people on your side. What's crazy is this guy has a following. That if they heard us doing this, they <laughs> fucking cucks. <laughs> that have been convinced into dating women their age. These fucking losers. They like people who are past algebra. Oh, you've been brainwashed and you date girls that aren't in high school. <laughs> what's the what's the half is it half baked? What's that movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey? It's not half baked. Certainly not half baked. <laughs> I know it's not half baked. The, <laughs> the other one when when you, the, the famous uh, I stay the same age they or they stay the same oh, age and all that. Days crap. and confused. Yeah, days and confused. Half baked. Days and confused. Same shit. That's probably like his favorite movie. Yeah, I remember Bob Saget's line in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> same idea. <laughs> Title is the same idea. Is uh, is that it from Nick? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Ew. What if I'm 30 and she's 16? 14 year age difference. That's the sweet spot, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, line up at your local high schools. <laughs> Find yourself a sophomore dance you can hack. <laughs> when I'm 50, she'll be 36. When I'm when I'm 40, she'll be 26. And then now we're talking here. Now we're cooking Nick, with gas. Well, you're not understanding. I'm trying to help you, brother. What happens when you're 50 and she's an old bag of shit? Oh, she's Don't 30s. you get it? She's being gross in her 30s. That's nasty. You're not thinking long term about this, Nicholas. Ew. Dude. In fact, I'm sorry to tell you, I hate to be the one. Nick seems like a very sweet boy. I hate to be the one that have to break his dreams. Unless there's some major advances in modern science, you're not going to find the perfect woman. That's the shame of it all. This is almost as weird as uh, T.I. bringing his daughter to the doctors to check her hymen, <laughs> make sure it was still intact. <laughs> I, I kind of see a romantic comedy here where Nick is in sort of a race against time where he has to find the cure for aging in order to find his true love. And I think somehow through that process, he realizes it might be nice to find a woman and age with her. Well, he's cringe, but his math does hold up. Yes. <laughs> time heals all is what we could call it. Um, uh, Harry N word. Uh, <laughs> 
Hello, Harry. <laughs> Two dollars said, "Put Cardiff on the show." Huh? Cardiff, put Cardiff on the show. He's in the chat right now. Cardiff will. Oh well, Cardiff. I mean, this is the only show Cardiff hasn't been on. That's so true. I don't know if he'll ever be on this program. He's in the chat right now. Listen, I, I, I got to stick to my morals. If I allow that guy on. What am I? How am I any better than these? So, Cardiff, I'm sorry to tell you, you'll never be on this program. <laughs> definitely just... not in 45 minutes or so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's just the end of Hack Rides video. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, do you want to continue with Mr. Fuentes? I sure do. Now you can see a, an alternative vision for how, how things could be. I want a 16-year-old that's untouched, untouched, pristine, untouched, oh, but uncorrupted, innocent. That's what we all want. No, who no, is he just... talking to? Now we're going to find out who he's talking to. <laughs> we all. Isn't that the worst for a guy like this? It just like ropes you into his logic. He's like, you know, you know, guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. Nope. Sorry. Nope. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and all sixteen year olds want an older guy who's like capable and strong. No, they don't, Nick. And <laughs> capable and strong. This kid is built like a fucking popsicle stick. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine having that sort of mind, like that arrogance, that you think not only are sixteen year old girls watching this show. But they're hearing him like, well, I mean, Christian values suggest that what you women should belong in the kitchen. And they're like, oh, my God, is this what is this feeling I'm having? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Am I entering puberty? What is what's going on right now? It is like I like the idea of you when girls were like my age were about 16. They had like sync posters on the wall and shit. Probably a little younger <laughs> than that. It's Nick Fuentes, it's Nick. Gavin McGinnis. Yeah, it's just <laughs> right wing trolls on their lockers. <laughs> and Anthony Cumia is there, Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I like a girl getting to the age, like when she hits 16, she tears down the Harry Styles poster. <laughs> puts up Nick. It's like time for adult stuff now. <laughs> I'm going to carve our initials in a tree. <laughs> and, Gabby and, and Nick forever. <laughs> 16-year-olds want an older guy who's, like, capable and strong and everything to... Uh, Does Nick see himself that way? He must. Oh. I don't get. I don't know enough about him. Does he do, like, woodworking or something? He he carpentry? He literally looks like a blow pop. He's got a giant head and a skinny body like Al Sharpton. Uh, well, young lady, as you can tell by my voice, I'm a real man's man. I'm pretty macho. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, no one harasses you this evening or we're going to have to come to fisticuffs, me and that gentleman. <laughs> Put up your dukes, buster. Ugh. I'm a man's man. That's what everybody wants. I'm, I'm sorry for uh, my attitude, young lady. I'm all testosterone, <laughs> as you can tell. Stay away <laughs> from the schools, creepy oh. trans. <laughs> I just need, I'm all pent up and need to unleash my seed because I'm such a, a guy's guy. <laughs> uh, really, one of the fellows, as you could probably tell. He probably still says why I oughta. 
<laughs> Listen here, Buster. Twenty-three skidoo. I don't know why we've made him into a eighteen hundreds. Because that's what he sounds like. <laughs> he sounds more like. I'm probably not doing the voice justice, but he sounds to me like the scientist in um The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, he does. Hank yeah. uh, right. does the voice. He's <laughs> got uh, ten seconds left here. Who's like capable and strong. And a really handsome, <laughs> chiseled jawline. I mean, really rugged voice. I mean, ruggedness is pouring out of this man. And clearly, I'm describing myself when I think of uh, chiseled abs. I mean, an athlete, a man that is both brawn and brain like me, <clears throat> Nick Fuentes. Hey, Nick, what do you think about uh, Hitler? Uh, I mean, I think he's uh, he made some excellent points and the trains always <laughs> arrived on time. I think he was very macho as well. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> let's let's mi- list the most masculine men in history. Uh, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Saddam Hussein. Now these were men that women desire. He doesn't like Fidel Castro because he's he's Cuban. <laughs> I like that. Like Fuentes looks at like dictators and the amount of uh, women they probably had, and thinks of them as ladies' men. Not like they were <laughs> these ladies were captured. <laughs> like wow, he must be pretty suave. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, Saddam Hussein is Zach Morris stopping time. <laughs> now, here's how I got her, folks. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't moved to a country in the Middle East. Their rules with with women are just bad. Well, here's the thing, though. Then he's not a shock jock anymore. He's not an edge lord. He doesn't think he is, though. Yes, you're making some good points, Nicholas. He doesn't. I think you're going a little mild on these ladies. He doesn't. He doesn't think he is, though. That's the thing. See, I don't know. I think he does. I think he's being. Ooh, I'm a very naughty boy, ladies. I hope that doesn't turn you on too much. Yeah, when when the first question on a date is how many periods have you had, you know, is the first thing that comes <laughs> oh, out. Oh, none yet, you say. Mm, check. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, do you prefer recess or nap time? Hmm? <laughs> um, ah, I see your notebook there says Mrs. Hitler. Now that's interesting. Is he a... An idol of yours. Oh, good. Check. <laughs> Just keeps going down this Check list. Check a Rooney. <laughs> uh, uh, was that every- No, no. Oh, okay. Thing to uh, sweep them off their feet. That's what everybody wants. Ah, well, the damsel in distress, if you will. Hello there, young lady. I see that your father voted for Joe Biden. Clearly, you want to be saved? (laughs) No, no, no. No school bus for you today, (laughs) ma'am. Right this way. Clearly, you want to do hand stuff on his couch. (laughs) Now, come off the playground. I'm going to lay my coat over this puddle so you don't get your feet wet. (laughs) 1940s loser. (laughs) Ah. Let me get the tricycle door for you. <laughs> Let me grab my fedora. <laughs> uh, 
What a fucking creep this guy is. How does he have a, who is his following? Is it just other incels? I literally have no fucking idea. Jerry doesn't think of this guy as like a no. hero, does he? No. Okay, thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, does it, I'm trying to think, what's the level? Like, what does Ben Shapiro think of this guy? Hates him. Oh, okay. All right, good. So even the right has been like, this guy's a fucking nut. No one likes this guy. Okay, all right. That That warms my heart a little bit. Yeah, uh, especially Shapiro's. He's uh, big on the you know pedophile shit. So yeah. even if he did like him, this clip would have been the last row. Okay, good. That makes me happy. I feel like Nick in a semi-formal dance now. Kumia <laughs> loves this guy. Gavin Kumia does. Kumia and Gavin. Fucking Kumia, dude. Oh, Come on. God. Why he got? Well, I mean, that's shock jockery for you. That's got to be why, right? Yeah, he's like a shock jock godfather. I'd love to, I'll, I'll have Carl ask this. I mean, I'm sure he'll do it. Um, <laughs> go on Anthony's show and ask him why, why Anthony, you're a hilarious guy. You're a, a radio genius. Well, why do you feel like you have to like this guy? Reflecting on the clip we just watched, maybe I get it. <laughs> sure, they, they go to a lot of the same parties. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this guy has some innovative ideas. Yeah. He's, uh, Fuentes is very anti-Semitic and denies the Holocaust. Shapiro is pretty Jewish. <laughs> Imagine uh, getting done with like a hol- like the, a Holocaust didn't happen rant, and then being like a rose for you, madam. <laughs> Just a date. <laughs> um, the dissident right uh, regard him as a gay fed. Um, he has built up a harem of horny young men, though. <laughs> horny young men and Anthony and Gavin. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not. I hope it's a bit that they're doing or something. It better be a bit, dude. Because even Gavin, here's where I had some hope for Gavin McGinnis, is when he was like, all right, proud boys, it's a little much. <laughs> Kumia streams on Fuentes' network. He loves this shit for real. He is more open and honest on those streams than he is on his compound show. Really? I don't like that. Come on, Anthony. Open and honest? Who's censoring him on compound media? Well, he can't lose followers. Uh, Iraq. Iraq won't let me... Get my rants off. <laughs> I mean, he'd probably lose some people if he started talking like that. Maybe. I don't I mean, know. I think at this point, you know who Anthony is if you subscribe to Compound I Media, mean, right? I, I mean, I still like fondly listen to him. <laughs> and then I no, see his Twitter. Time. I, if, here's, that's the thing. And this is probably where I'm a phony is like, I would have, if I didn't grow up loving Anthony more, we would probably making be making fun of his Twitter more often. Yeah, because you can't. There's some stuff where it's like, Jesus Christ, but believe me, I'm aware of it. <laughs> I'm aware of it, but I just have so many fond memories, fond memories. Yeah. of Anthony Kubia. <laughs> I just yeah, ignore, I ignore his Twitter. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I've gotten both. Like, remember we got the guy, um, I've gotten people being like, oh, you're, you're a pussy, you kiss Anthony's ass or whatever, which is a little weird. Mm. But remember we also had the guy message us and be like, uh, you know, all, all your listeners are from Kumia. He's like, what are you talking about? He doesn't know who I am. What the fuck no, do you mean? Not even a little. I think he said your name <laughs> once on a super chat on some show, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> I, he, uh, he, I think he listens to Carl's show, so maybe Oh, yeah, right. in a roundabout way. Right. Which I'll be on, by the way, WATP tomorrow. What are you covering? Trash Tuesday and uh, Kalila. Ooh, oh, that's right. So, yeah, you'll be excited. Kumi is king. Yes, he is. Well, sure, yeah. That, well, that's the thing about Anthony is like, you'll see his Twitter and you'll be like, oh, this guy's gone off the deep end. And then you'll listen to his show or like, I see clips. And I'm like, oh, he's the same guy. 
Just uh, get off fucking Twitter. <laughs> have you seen the clip of Kumia drunkenly calling Fuentes the N-word repeatedly because he can't get his website to work? <laughs> <laughs> no, See, but I'll tell you what. I'd rather live in the world where I just hear it described. To yeah, me. that's like, way funnier than the it video. Sounds very funny. That sentence is probably way funnier than the video is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Nick is uh he's quite a charmer. <laughs> I love I love the image of girls writing in glitter. <laughs> Mrs. Fuentes. <laughs> he's a dreamboat. <laughs> Oh, honey, are you watching that right wing madman again? I'm just mom. I'm, shut up. Let me eat He's my hot. let me eat my applesauce in peace, mom. <laughs> oh, mom, you're so embarrassing. You don't get my right wing propaganda. <laughs> I wish kids were like that. That'd be so funny. Oh, you, mom, you never understand that the MAGA movement is going to take over. Don't you get it? Trump is cleaning up the pedophiles, mom. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mom, 9-11 was a false flag operation <laughs> The Holocaust never happened She's, oh, It's a Jewish so little girl <laughs> The girl's Jewish too, by the way <laughs> Grandma did make it home <laughs> uh, That's great, I like uh <laughs> I'd like to be a, a fly on the wall of the household where the big the big feud is that the mom can't stop getting the daughter to stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fuentes. Oh, he's so dreamy. <laughs> what, you've never been in love, mom? <laughs> like treats him like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Look at the way he moves. <laughs> She's watching, just goes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's 15. Me and my boyfriend, Nick Fuentes. Oh, shut up, Amber. You don't even know him. <laughs> He's going to be my boyfriend. <laughs> they both wrote his name on their binders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ladies, ladies, there's enough of me to go around. <laughs> Let me see your dick. No! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> My penis is regular. Shut up! <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I wonder, if that, I wonder if Nick Fuentes just has like a weird dick or something. That's why he's like this. Well, uh, everything I've seen from him makes me assume that he just cannot close at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, but neither can I, and I wasn't driven to this. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? but but <laughs> you you are conversationally hilarious. He is oh, well. He is so painful to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, this in a roundabout way reminded me. I was just listening to uh, Legion of Skanks. Their guest this week. Oh, our our friend Danny Polish Chuck. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. My friend, Shane Gillis, and a man I've yet to meet in Martin Shkreli. I, I cannot wait to listen to that episode. <laughs> it's very funny because Shane keeps calling him out. I know. I saw some. <laughs> the guy keeps like big timing Shane. <laughs> and he calls C uh, Shane like CNN and fake news. <laughs> Does he not know who He's Shane like, oh, is. you're a liberal pussy. Babe. And Shane's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you don't know me at all. <laughs> 
Oh, all right. Well, hopefully Nick finds love. That I hope for him. I hope he's happy. I hope he settles down. And I hope he's never driven to a life of doing crack with homeless bums the way Bam Margera has threatened. Oh, God. How about yeah. that for a segue, huh, folks? <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> so we talked about Bam a little bit last week. Um, you know, to throw... <laughs> Uh, I believe, actually, I think it was a, sm- we, we dumped on the strategy where he was like, you know, I'm going to do crack with people until I get to see my son, right? That's kind of stupid. And then uh, someone brought up to me Peterson versus the state of Nevada, where the precedent was set. That is how you get your kids back, actually. <laughs> you go down under a bridge, you do crack, and that's how they grant. For women, it's a lot easier to get custody, but that's what men have to do, I think. Yeah, yeah. The court's like, wow, he'll do anything to see his right. kids. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, he's a man of his word. Yeah. <laughs> He really wants to see them again. Um, you know, so I felt bad for Bam, and I was like, is there no one in his life that could just take away his fucking phone? Turns out there are a lot of people that have tried. Sure have. Yet, as drug addicts often do, he hasn't encountered an enabler. Yeah, do you want you want the uh, the intro uh, a little bit later, right? Um, yes, yeah, play them in the order I okay. sent them to you. Okay. As a quick aside... It is is the are the skies caving in? Was that thunder I just heard? Yeah, yes. Oh my god! It sounded like your like your your drains were shaking or something. My, I think my house is about to come down. <laughs> it sounds like you're being attacked, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> That's by the way, I, I what I uh, enjoy about this show and um, you know the Kirk Minahan show, any, any shows I'm involved with, really, or have any association to. What I enjoy about them is that like on a day like this, uh, you know, the sun has changed colors. <laughs> there's like, there's forest fires. The world is coming to an end. And we're like, this Nick Flint is a real dork. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a whiz with the ladies. <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, Mike reacts the same way to my dogs do to thunder. <laughs> 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 get under the table <laughs> he jumps <gasps> that was you guys heard that that was jarring <laughs> that literally sounded like your house was shaking <laughs> and now I think the rain has stopped <laughs> it's quick dude the fuck is going on here <laughs> alright anyway let's get back on track here so Bam Margera by the way while we're playing these clips can you do a little investigating Is it? this is the the YouTube channel is called BJ Investigates or BJ Investigations. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means because I, I don't think those are this lady's initials. I couldn't figure out who this woman was, but she's been doing a series of interviews with Bam Margera. And uh, she is apparently the person that is putting in his mind. I, I think she's one of the people that started this free Bam movement. So it's like the Britney Spears thing where people are like, hey, it's not right what you're doing to her. And then once she gets unleashed, you realize, oh boy, we have a monster. <laughs> this lady, put her back in the cage, quick. Um, <laughs> That's what's happening with BAM, apparently. There's a free BAM movement happening. And uh, this lady is uh, kind of at the helm, I think. So then, when I get home, Jess's fridge is stacked to the hilt with beer and then I open up the freezer and it's filled with Jaegermeisters Abe comes over to take it all away 
So Jess gets to have all this alcohol, but when I show up, you take it all away. I'm a grown ass man. I could just go to the store and get more, and I don't even like fucking beer. It's very interesting how the standards are up. But who is my mom to come oh, over my Is it interesting, my- you dumb cunt? <laughs> is it interesting that a man who has his behaviors under control is allowed to have beer and Jaeger and an addict isn't? Is that, in- is that how you define that as interesting? <laughs> you fucking dumb twat. Oh, do I hate this lady because she has a drug addict in front of her and she is using him to sell her music apparently which we'll get to and just to have like a famous person on her podcast and be friends with him this is the worst type of person i don't know who the fuck this lady is but if bam margera dies she has his blood on her hands like she is helping him dig himself into a fucking grave the standards are but who is my mom to come over my house and take my shit i have have no answer to that i love that by the way First of all, I mean, classic drug addict. But to be a man in your, what's Bam in his 50s probably now? 40s, 40s 50s? I think, yeah. M- mommy won't let me have a drink. Yeah. Why, why won't mommy let me do this? It's like, Bam, b- because you're at the point in your life where you're blaming your mother for not being able to have a drink. That's what the position you've put yourself in. And this, and I ended up like, listen, the guy's fucked up. He's an addict. He's had a tough life and everything. Um, I, I get it. I'm not even blaming him. The person I'm blaming is this dumb beaver who's sitting there nodding. Hmm. Yes. Interesting point you make, Bam. Very good. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Listen to her. I, I went back to the the end of this video. Just listen to her response to that. Listen. Take my shit. I have, I have no answer to that. <laughs> what the fuck? How about that? He is a drug addict who is burning out right now. He is spiraling. He's hitting rock bottom. And you're like, geez, bam, I can't imagine why they would do that to you. It's weird, actually. Well, well if, you, if you weren't mad at her yet, this clip sure will do it for you. All right. <laughs> if it was me, I would feel very, like, hunted down or stalked or something. Not stalked I, like a legal allegation, but just so like... I feel so hunted down. Really, would you? Yeah. And paranoid. He's, he's being hunted down because he has broken laws. <laughs> And he's ran from the cops. <laughs> yes. It's quite literally. Yeah. No, you know what? He, you were describing it correctly. It is a literal manhunt for this man <laughs> because he has disappeared. <laughs> and the only sanctuary he has is this twat who's like, hey, I'm on SoundCloud. I could, SoundCloud, I could use a bump. Get Ben Margera in there. <laughs> I feel like, so hunted down yeah. and paranoid, but oh, I have geez, to be so paranoid weird. because yeah. it's like, it's why, why do these people want to help you so much? The thing weird. is, the thing is though, I think these two are friends. Oh, they are. Oh, that's Bam Margera and this woman. Yeah. You know why Craig? Because Bam Margera is a drug addict. And this is a woman who will not judge him for that. Ah, right. <laughs> and will say, yeah, sure. I mean, we'll get to some of the other things they might, that uh, Steve-O thinks they're doing together, but. They're really after me. For what? Why are they doing it still? I, I mean, bam, it's not like you said that you were going to smoke crack until you get your son. It's not like you've committed multiple crimes and accused your family of things. Why would they be looking for you? I can't think. It's like you're on TMZ every week, spiraling. Why would they be looking for you? Didn't you sock your brother in the face, threaten to kill everyone, then run into the woods? <laughs> oh, you think that's why they're looking for him? What are you, fucking nuts? 
They want to, I don't know what they want to do, but they want to like lock me up and throw away the key. And my mom keeps saying, Ma'am. yes, <laughs> they want to put you in jail <laughs> or rehab. Ideally. Ideally. Well, he's gone there. They need to put him in like a two year rehab. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm so interested in this for a couple of reasons. A because of this dumb coos. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know why they're being so mean to you, Bam. I don't get it. But also because I learned in that the jackass episode of Why Are You Laughing, I learned like that Bam is kind of a genius. Yes. <laughs> like what he did both for skateboarding and for, like for the jackass crew. Now he will hear him later say that they like don't give him credit or they ripped him off or something. I don't agree with that. But he's incredibly innovative. So it's sad to see this kind of spiral, you know? Mm. And Bam, we just love you to death. I'm like, yeah, because you're killing me. Why don't you love me to fucking life? Yeah. That's another thing I've had, you know, buddies go down the path that Bam is going. Well, they always, they think they're so like philosophical. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, you love me to death, do you? Why don't you love me to life? <sighs> Walk away. Gross. Oh, you got me. Well, okay, Bam, you know what I mean? It's a turn of phrase. Play ball with me here, will you? We, we have the commonality of language. Let's use it. It's so, that's so disgusting. <laughs> Why don't you love me to fucking life, man? As if like the recipient would be like, geez, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I was actually killing you. I didn't think of the phrase love you to death means I'm smothering you. I've got a pillow over your face. Yeah, his, suffocating you. he says that and his mom's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> By the way, also hilarious. I didn't watch Viva La Bam. Oh, I love that show. My familiarity with it is he's like, uh, oh, I put a fucking live barracuda in my dad's tub and I'm going to watch him get in it. And now he's like, why are they, why are they being mean to me? Because <laughs> he made them all millionaires. He feel like he can. <laughs> why are they being so mean? <laughs> watch this. I'm going to smash Phil's car with a hammer. I'm going to make him watch it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. That's an exact Exact impression of that show. There's one episode when Bam wakes up and Knoxville is cutting the roof of his Hummer off and he's furious. I like that Bam's like realization moment is he's like, you know, I got I got April in a snake pit and I'm not going to let her out till she says she loves me. I'm losing the impression. But, <laughs> but his his like uh you know, turn about his fair play moment is he's like, you know, fucking we, we set up a boxing glove. I'm going to punch my, I really well, I can't do it, but <laughs> you understand <laughs> he's prank. He's doing these horrible pranks to his family. And now they're like, bam, we'd like you to stop doing drugs. And he's like, Oh, I see now you have reparations <laughs> is what's on the table. I think one of the first scenes in one of the jackass movies is him having like commercial sized fireworks going off in his dad's car and bedroom. <laughs> Well, yeah, listen, I'm the prankster here, pal. You don't get to send me to rehab just because I fucking, uh, you know, put spray paint in the showers instead of water. I think one of the episodes of Evil of Bam, he put a stencil <laughs> cheeseburger on every item of clothing his dad owned. <laughs> but, uh, hey, stop doing drugs. Pfft. That's the line. <laughs> you know, I put rat shit in my dad's pasta today. <laughs> We're going to watch him eat it. 
Like, hey, Bam, put down the crack pipe. He's like, no, no, no. This is my show, Buster. Uh, this is uh, him talking about doing math, I think. And then we have Jess, who's a fucking Tweety bird. <gasps> Can we talk about Jess Margera's tweets? I, I don't I don't. Oh, my God. I'd really love to shit on your brother who's trying to save your life. This chick sucks. She is the worst. Do oh. we know her name? Someone find her name for uh, me. Yeah, uh, we, uh, you know who already found it. Uh, BJ Corville. Oh, her name is BJ. Yep. And according to um, our, our guy here, Box Eating Dad, uh, she basically killed a chick in the past. He's going to he's gonna get back to me in a second, but there's a GoFundMe. No yeah, that's true. I don't want to say that. No, there's, there's, a, no go, there's a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the exact details, but there's a GoFundMe. I don't know any of the details. I'm sure she didn't. <laughs> I love this show, Gabe. I don't Blind want her investigating Mike. me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's all uh, we're being told that by someone. <laughs> Read t- um, Twitter. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Let's put it. I don't, I don't read tw- Twitter, but people tell me all about it. That he's like on a rant tear. He said, he said. A rant tear. <laughs> he's also, I do have to say, I'm kind of with Bam because I looked at Jess Margera's Twitter and he keeps tweeting like, fuck, wish my fucking brother w- will do this for me when I have a problem. And it's like, all right, dude, relax. <laughs> he asked me. You know. yeah, get, get back to the band. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, help be a little selfless or don't help the guy. <laughs> Publicly, on my page on Instagram, did y- are you the one who gave meth to Bam? Oh, he asked me if I gave you meth. What a absurd assumption. Bam, who's clearly still on drugs, has been with one person publicly. The nerve of Jess Margera to think that person has given him drugs. Nope, nope, not even that. Just asking the question. The nerve, Jess. How dare you assume such a thing <laughs> that Bam Margera has hitched his wagon to one lady who we don't know anything about uh. and may, t- pose the question, did she give him drugs? I mean, Jess, where the fuck do you get off? Where do you get off, buddy? Uh, you were upset that I even had a cup of wine in this house. But if we're going to get mad at yeah, Jess. She's letting him drink. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being so high and mighty? Like if I had a, if I if we had some famous drug addict on, and we're like scolding them, you know, really giving it to him. Like, hey, turn your life around, buddy. Artie Lang's on here. Artie, come on, get your shit together, man. Where you been? By the way, a few butter lights. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 can't you can't be withdrawing on the show. No, that's yeah, sure. She's thinking of his health. I'm right. sure. Right. So they're, I mean, they're drinking wine together, which is, I mean, perfectly innocent, but the man is an addict. So Jess Margera sees that and says, I gotta say, I'm gonna be a little bold here and suggest that maybe this lady doesn't have Bam's best interest in heart. Just by doing the, just by talking. It's possible. It's possible that the police are looking for this man and his family's trying to put him in rehab. And you're like, oh, why are these assholes tweeting about you, Bam? And bringing me up. How selfish is that, by the way? <laughs> Bitch. To be like his family is like ranting about Bam. And she's like, but it's also kind of about me when you think about it. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, magnesium linoleum sent a super sticker. Thanks, fella. Thank you, buddy. Devo, he did the same thing. He called me a loony lady and yeah. implied that we were doing meth together. Steve-O and millions well, see, of people. Steve-O, if there's one thing he doesn't know, it's crazy. 
Yeah, or or drug signs. Steve-O certainly doesn't know how to pinpoint an addict or an attention whore. There's no way Steve-O could sniff that out with his expertise or lack thereof. <laughs> he, he could teach a Harvard class on that shit. <laughs> if Steve-O, lady, BJ, let me level with you here, put it in terms you can understand. If Steve-O is looking at you and saying, boy, that lady's got some fucking problems. <laughs> Turn the mirror on yourself, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> people saw it. Millions of people saw that video of Steve-O accusing me of doing meth with you. It's crazy because... It's insane. Just- but you know what, Bam? It's more than crazy. It's fucking wackadoo that they thought someone would do drugs with you. You're such an upstanding guy. You know, also, Bam was... Drugs, Bam? I don't, I don't believe it. Bam was recently on Steve-O's show also. So yeah. maybe he got some inside info. That Bam, <laughs> That's a fair point. Th- that yeah, Bam possibly could have forgot he said. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> said like there was a People magazine article saying that Jess said that I'm on meth. I'm like Jess, you talked to People magazine about me being on meth, and I swear to God, and on Phoenix Life, I'm not. I went to urgent care with my lawyer, got a piss test, and the results are negative. So you are fucking. You got. You're getting evicted. Bye. Oh, she's such a whore. What a bitch. What an obnoxious woman. What a terrible human being this lady is. Um, Bye. You want to get help for your brother? Bye. You're you're talking to People Magazine as a cry for help? Um, Bye. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh. I'm just getting mad at this lady now. (laughs) She is the fucking worst. And if you guys don't hate her yet, you're going to see why you do in a minute. But Uh, yeah, This, uh, this clip is called Missy. Uh, do you, so Missy Margera is his ex-wife, right? I believe so. So I don't know the relationship. I tried, I tried figuring it out. It didn't work. I don't know if Missy Margera is Phoenix's mother. I, I there's too many people involved for me to understand all of this. Uh, maybe any of you Bam addicts and uh, uh, Bam fans, rather addicts, Bam fans in the chat can uh, bring me up to speed on this. But Missy is his ex-wife. And she is showing concern for him, which is baffling to the both of these two nitwits. Um, it's his first wife, so from a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think Missy Margera is so invested in Isabel's? I don't know, but, but for her to text me. Great interview question, by the way. Why is your ex-wife so concerned about children in your life? What? I can't wrap my mind around it. Yeah, when it's your weekend and she sees what's going on in the news and she's a little nervous to drop the kids off. From context, I deduce that I think maybe Isabel is his stepdaughter or something. I'm not really sure. Possibly. But it was a young girl that he, was, uh, that he and his current wife or girlfriend were out with. Um, and Missy Margera was concerned. Possibly, I don't know... Missy Margera, I don't know much about her. She may have access to TMZ <laughs> and she may see her ex-husband saying, I'm going to go do fucking crack if I don't see my boy <laughs> <laughs> and saying, well, that's unusual behavior. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> Let me reach out. Now, BJ can't fathom that. She can't get her mind around it. It's very hard to understand, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. Almost like harassing me. <laughs> I heard that Jessica had Isabel at a bar on Friday night. What kind of muzzer is that? We were in New Hope, out on the patio. She was at a grilled cheese in a fucking Shirley Temple. The sun wasn't even down yet. Yeah, she so wasn't it's drinking. Like eating at a- 
So TGI what? We fr- brought her to a dive bar. It's not like she was getting shit housed. She had a grilled cheese in a Shirley Temple. What an unreasonable concern for a fellow mother to have is, hey, a drug addict has a child at a bar. Let me maybe check in on that. Let me do my due diligence here. <laughs> the nerve of this woman, Missy. How dare you? <laughs> Bitch. At a TGI Fridays. It's a shame. I was holding out hope for Missy yeah. Margera, like thinking maybe she was like a real one somehow, but it seems yeah, like. I, oh, thought, I mean, I thought she was really cool. God. I'm, a, I'm a fucking 40 year old broad that thought Missy Margera was cool enough to not have concern about children. This is infuriating. I thought she was a real. I thought she was a real one that would allow drug addicts to take kids out to drinking facilities. Well, she used to be my high school sweet. I don't know what it is with her, but it, she's like harassing me nonstop. She she FaceTimed me back to back to back eight times today until I answered. FaceTime end. FaceTime end. It's more funny drug addict logic. Is I kept purposely ignoring her calls, and she kept calling me back. Do you believe this bitch? I was noticeably hitting ignore, and so she knew I had my phone in my hand and had the nerve to call me again. This woman who loved me before I was even famous, (laughs) remotely famous. I love, now, that's classic drug addict behavior, to lash out at people that love you and are concerned about you. I don't blame Bam for that, because that's a psychological thing that a lot of people in that position go through. Who I blame is the adult woman who appears to be perfectly sober, Going, you're right, Bam. You're right. These monsters are out to get you. As she's sticking a knife between his third and fourth rib. <laughs> <laughs> and just, and what she's doing as she does that is sucking him for every view she can get. It's truly disgusting watching this woman. FaceTime. And we're like, what the? F-? What'd she have to say when you find She it? said, You took Isabel to enter a hot dog eating contest in. In Essington, what kind of parents? I'm like, we went to support my fat friend Head because he was going to try to eat as many hot dogs he as possible. He can eat a lot. He well, you, a- you understand, Missy, we were supporting Head <laughs> at the hot dog eating contest. Why, remove the stick from your ass, please. <laughs> hot dogs He can impossible. eat a lot. He we're going to cheer, cheer him on. She was a, a crowd fan. She wasn't in the contest. Ah. Uh. I always wish, I dream, like when I think about having been, wishing I was closer to my dad, I say, why was he like all the other dads taking me to his boy's hot dog eating competition? (laughs) Why didn't he get Head and Skidmark and all the other fellas together? It's time, Mike. Okay, so this I saved for you guys because I didn't want you to prejudge her. I was worried about you, but if you watch the entire interview, you would have seen this before everything we just played you. So now that you know who BJ is, let's get a little more insight into her. Uh, You know, right now she's uh, Diane Sawyer or Barbara Walters, really digging to the bottom of this issue. Mm -hmm. This this is the intro to this. She wears a couple of hats. She has her interview hat. Cat ears. But she's, you know, she's a Renaissance woman. She dabbles in a few of the different arts. I was minding my business. I was actually recording my music video footage for my new Punjabi oh, song. What'd you say? Please. It's interesting that you would mention that, BJ. I'm hoping you tell us about it. Punjabi. I'm hoping while this man spirals and is probably going to kill himself, I get a plug for that music in if you wouldn't mind. Song. <laughs> 
It is available on SoundCloud and the music video is now available. So make sure. I remember, I remember that like when I was a kid, sometimes I would watch 60 minutes just because it would be on after football. And I remember Mike Wallace saying like, I talked to President Clinton after I dropped a few bars in the studio. Let's go to a clip. This this almost comes across as fake. <laughs> it's like we set it up or something. <laughs> right. Like, this is nuts. Nah. Anyway, yeah, this is an SNL sketch. It is. That's I'm this not. This is legitimately like if Gillian Keeves were doing the Bam Margera interview. <laughs> <laughs> Anal confirmed. <laughs> business i had both my green screens up i was recording my music video and little did i know bam margera was texting me oh wow what happened next bj little did i know that's how every text message is received by the way yeah that's every text message in the history of cell phones has been received you didn't realize the person was i've never been in it like you know alba's like hey could you take the trash out and i'm like well, give me a minute. I feel like Craig might text me in a bit about the show. <laughs> I, I can feel it coming. It's in my bones. Maybe that's what Neuralink will let you do. This was completely, I mean, it, it must have swept her off her feet. It completely took her by surprise. Little did I know. <laughs> Bam was texting me. Ooh, <laughs> in the intrigue. Chat saying name drop. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I'm friends with? Who's that? I don't know. That's like her... Uh, Basically, oh, her uh, attitude, yeah. But uh, this is the last clip of Bam here. Uh, yeah, this is where this is the Knoxville one, right? Yeah, this is what? where like it's kind of sad to watch because you know why? Because like he almost has a point, and it's like no, you're just like you're a centimeter away from understanding it, Bam. <laughs> where yeah. like, yeah, you do deserve credit for a lot of this shit, but it's not Johnny is not to blame here. You're almost there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Pills and be fucking basically having suicidal thoughts, which yeah. I really did have because yeah. of Knoxville and Tremaine and, and fucking taking my credits and claiming it as your own, my ideas, and just fucking fucking me on Jackass Ford to the fullest extent. And then finally, I had bone spurs in my feet when I was probably maybe 30. I, I don't know the math, but... It was lumps in my feet, like calcium deposits, a lot of them. And it like took away your ability to skateboard, you said. And it, it, it didn't really hurt to walk, professional, right? to walk or run. It just hurt to jump down shit, which I, that's my skateboarding career. $20 million contract with an element. So, and a much, much more sponsors. But anyway, I was like, how did I get these? What did I do? How can I randomly get there? Three years goes by. I'm doing re- flicking channels and a rerun of Viva La Bam comes on. And it's the Knoxville Bam. Feed. Yeah, we and had it on the last so episode. Not, so at 6 a.m., Dunn revs his motorcycle in my house. I'm like, and I'm sleeping. So I'm like, what the Hold fuck on is that? So Hold I on. run out. This is where it's like, I, again, I understand a drug addict saying this, but an adult that's in the room should be pointing out to him his memory's a little foggy. Because he is about to explain how jackass they were. I mean, they they crossed the line. Now, as I just told you, he he had his own show where he would smack his dad's fat belly and film him on the toilet. <laughs> that was all above board. But what the jackass crew did, they ruined his life. While this fucking twit nods, hmm, yes. Uh, and you're going to see something that I remember uh, Barbara Walters doing a lot. 
at the end of interviews. It was kind of a trademark, actually. And I'm a little annoyed that BJ just ripped it off so blatantly. So at 6 a.m., Dunn revs his motorcycle in my house. I'm like, and I'm sleeping. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I run out to see what it is, open up the door, and I step on all these fucking tacks. I'm like, ah. And it was Johnny So Knoxville. I look at it, and I look at all the tacks. I hit pause. I go, bone spur, bone spur, bone spur. That motherfucker ruined my money makers. Yeah. So get into a ring with me. Let's fucking go. You mentioned that last time. Sayonara. Ring only. Love you. Okay, bye. Hey, bye. See you guys. Rock and roll. Wait, what? I gotta get to, get to Los Angeles. Wait, we have to take a picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great moments in interview history. She, I, she's very infuriating. I think Anderson Cooper does that a lot when he has guests on now. Hold on, selfie time. Oh my God, what a bitch. <laughs> I mean, she might be one of the worst people on the planet. Easily. <laughs> that was that was a horror show. Go watch the whole interview because it's all like, oh, yes, bam. You are. Mm, that is so that is so true. Oh, my God. All these people that want to put you in rehab. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're better than fine. Sitting here with you, bam. I mean, the, mm, mwah, the picture of health. You wanting to punch one of your best friends in the face because you think he caused all your bone spurs, not the skateboarding. It was a tack. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, like, uh, I wasn't necessarily like a diehard jackass guy, but like as a guy who watched jackass uh, peripherally when I was a kid, to hear them 20 years later be like, you know, and, and my knee really hurt. And I don't think they were thinking about that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, mm. So good luck, Bam. Get away from this lady. She is bad news. Uh, I hope Bam finds the help that he needs, and I hope this lady, I hope more people open their eyes to what this woman is doing. BJ investigates or something like that. Uh, the worst lady to ever exist. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, hmm. What time are we at here? I want to talk about that Mean Girls clip. I feel like we got to get to Ojeda, though, for Christ's sake. We got to get to Ojeda. We have... Oh, my God. We've done an hour and a half. Yeah, we got... Uh, yeah, let's get to Ojeda first and see where we are for time after that. Yeah, because we still got, uh, you know... Ah, yes. We have the game as well. Yeah. If you uh, can call it that. If you can call it that, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so... Medication scar. Coal mining vet. Star. He's just a shit talking curb stomping Trump hating redneck pain dick. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about that. All right. Where are we starting? Because, like I said, I teased Richard had a special guest on his podcast about a month ago. Um, I listened to an episode from this week where he says, uh, as you all know, I had this guest on, and I was like, oh boy, after the Native American thing, I better check this out. Uh, so I went back in time to do that, but first we have one, one or two of his shows from the past week. Uh, you want to start with soft racism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is a little more of Richard with his, like, the pandering that he did to that Native American guy. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of in the same category. <laughs> White people have to be the ones to pick our strawberries, grapes, and oranges. Get ready to pay $20 for a bag of oranges. That's what's going to happen. 
But once again, I mean, I mean, white people wouldn't reduce themselves to such menial work. (laughs) I'm afraid to. You know, you need you need the Hispanics. (laughs) They're the only suckers that'll do those jobs. (laughs) <laughs> this is a dangerous one to touch. I feel like I'm about to I say mean, something. I mean, I we can't be burdened. <laughs> His hair is wild. It gets weirder every week. They always start this, this, you know, uh, this caravan that's coming to this country, and they scare the poorly educated and tell them that those people are coming to take their jobs. And I've said this a million times. If somebody from Guatemala who doesn't speak English can walk all the way to your hometown and take your job out from under you, then you have made shitty decisions in life. It's not their fault. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, folks, if it's it's between you and some Guatemalan for your job and you don't get it, (laughs) you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Mm. Fact is, is that you obviously don't have a decent job and you're not good enough at your job to be able to maintain. You don't it. have a decent job. You know sh- who should have the non-decent jobs? <laughs> <laughs> like Richard, in Richard's mind, he is saying something so progressive. He is being a champion of, frankly, the, the oppressed. He's taking the oppressed, and he's a voice for the voiceless right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, anyone with ears can tell that what he's saying is, listen, there's jobs for whites, and those are the better jobs. If white people are selling oranges by the freeway, prepare to pay an arm and a leg. That's a also fact. Also with Richard's voice. Like, yeah. Take the white man's job. Yeah. You know, get yourself, be, become a lawyer or something. Not, a, not one of these fruit-picking Hispanics. <laughs> these fruit-picking fruits. Somebody who shows up that can't even speak to English can take. Speak to English. Okay. Uh, no ticky, no laundry. <laughs> English can take. And that's an absolute fact. So remember, folks, if someone who doesn't speak English can take your job, it's on you, not on them. <laughs> What a fucking idiot. I mean, as we all know here, you know, if any non-English speakers, those are the shit kickers. <laughs> those are the people that deserve nonsense an hour. <laughs> Not you educated whites. <laughs> uh, what a wild take. Oh my god, insanity. <laughs> this is- suggest- what Richard is saying there. Is that the worst jobs are for minorities? <laughs> Don't you understand, folks? Illegals have to do the tough stuff. Boy, you can take the man out of West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next clip is Piggy Boy Trump. All right. And because President Biden tripped, President Biden goes bike riding all the time. President Biden actually can actually run a 5K. Oh, Donald Trump. Start this clip over. I'm sorry. Let I mean, me just that's set just not fucking true. Well, <laughs> Ojeda goes out of his way to make Biden seem like Superman <laughs> and Trump seem like one of these fruit pickers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but but uh, he's obviously talking about the fall, the infamous fall from last week of Biden. Oh, it was a great fall. 
So, so he said, now this is so weird. Cause I, I think Kirk said this the other day, like, why can't that be a moment where we all laugh? Like back in the, back in the day when George Bush used to say, you know, nuclear and Will Ferrell would say strategery on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Right, left. We could all come together and laugh at the doofus. Correct. But now it has to be an issue like, Whoa, you think you think Biden fell? No, you're you're wrong. <laughs> See, the thing is, that, and not only are you wrong, Trump would fall even harder. <laughs> the thing is, they're arguing like there's a big argument about him being fit for office. I think right. that's why the defense is so insane. Like if he was if it was DeSantis, no one would give a shit. Right. Well, I mean, they keep they keep arguing like, hey, he's more fit for neither of them are fit for office. No. They're elderly, insane men. <laughs> they shouldn't be our only two options for president. But that's what get past that, Richard. And because President Biden trip, President Biden goes bike riding all the time. President Biden actually can actually run a 5K. Donald Trump is a fat, disgusting pig that sweats friggin' butter. <laughs> and couldn't do shit. Donald Trump could barely walk down a friggin' ramp at West Point. I'm glad he brought Much that less up. walk up one in Colorado. Ooh. That's a fact. That's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's embarrassing. <laughs> That's another argument you see all the time, too, is like, oh, well, yeah, well, uh, Trump had a hard time going down this ramp, and it's a, it was a steep ramp. In the rain, so he's trying well, to. Now you're doing what Richard's doing. But <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. I only like that clip because of the sweat butter line. That's the only reason I really. Put oh, it's it. a great line. Because I like, I like imagining Richard at like the roast of Donald Trump. I would love that. Oh my god. <laughs> Especially I mean, people say uh, Joe Biden's over the hill, not in the car you drive. He's just doing norm jokes. <laughs> yeah, but he thinks he's. <laughs> 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 uh, um. This is the last one that has nothing to do with the other interview. Uh, okay. Tough talk. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is this is what we love about Richard. This is tough what, talk. This is what we love. It's a shame that we've got so many people that literally do not realize that they're voting against their interests and that they're being used by these people. Do you think that Ted Cruz is actually a tough guy? Ted Cruz is a colossal pussy, and it's a fact. <laughs> fact. My daughter would kick the dog shit out of go him in a fist. <laughs> My daughter would kick the dog shit out of Ted Cruz. Uh, now that's, you want to talk winning a debate. Even Trump hasn't gone there. No. Like on these debate stages, sure, you would say Marco Rubio has a little dick and <laughs> Jeb Bush is a bore, but he's never been like straight up, you know what? You're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Ivanka would kick the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, an Ojeda Trump debate would be unreal. Uh, Blinky Ojeda, we call him. <laughs> Trump, Trump would become the straight man, I think, in that instance. Well, you call him Blinky. And like, you believe this guy, folks? Legit, Trump would call him Blinky and he would short circuit. Yeah, well, he called him a wacko originally. That's right. That's Old right. wacky Ojeda. Or, or he pretends to not know who he is. Never met this guy. And then Ojeda's <laughs> like, yes, you have. <laughs> and that's, you know damn well. The debate just turns into, was I at that dinner? <laughs> Give me that, please. <laughs> 
at least give me that, Donald. <laughs> I suppose we were in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get back to this. I forgot about this already. This is a colossal pussy, and it's a fact. Fact. My daughter would kick the dog shit out of him in a fist fight. Fact. Josh Holly? Shit. I mean, what? And that's Josh- what you're going to see this Sunday at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Doc Stallings comes. I want Doc Stallings to come through his wall like the fucking Shockmaster. <laughs> I mean, this could be. Uh, the fucking Billy Jean King, whatever the other guy was, <laughs> Battle of the Sexes. This could be something if we could get Richard Ojeda's daughter and Ted Cruz in a ring together. <laughs> it's just Ted. Cruz. I mean, we're moving numbers here. That's that's moving some tickets. But how funny it would it be though? Because it goes to it, and Ted Cruz just kicks the shit out of her. <laughs> Richard's a cut man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Now, come on now, head body, head body. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass, bunny. <laughs> My daughter would kick the dog shit out of him in a fist fight. Fact, Josh Holly? Shit. I mean, what? Josh uh, Holly? Nah, I didn't hear no bell, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> a ding ding. Like a daggone pussy. Because he is one. Stood there and held his fist up and tried to rile the rile up the people that stormed our capital. And then when they did, he ran from them. That's the people of the Republican Party. Sad. All right, let's <laughs> right on to memes. <laughs> and we have a meme transition. All right, we got any memes now that I've said I've thrown down the gauntlet and put my daughter in a fight she has no no want to be in. Dad, I don't want to. You're doing it, bitch. It's like fucking Frank Reynolds and D getting into boxing. Right. <laughs> oh, tiny Richard. Richie Fast Hands. Awful big dreams for such a small body. All right. So now Richard makes a friend. Is that right? Yeah. So we're going to see Richard. I mean, if you thought he pandered to a Native American person. (sighs) Richard, I hope this interview series continues. Yes, it better. Because Richard has decided, hey, if you are a person of any kind, I will talk to you about that. No matter, no matter how, however you define yourself, I'll just interview you for a half an hour about that subject. He gets somebody's like, uh, rank your oppression between one and ten, please. <laughs> uh, now you're a, you're a black fella, yes. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me about that, my brother? <laughs> uh, this one's called uh, comfortable intro. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, and I, full disclosure, because I don't want to be unfair to Richard. Um, this woman uh, who has transitioned seems to be perfectly comfortable with what Richard is saying and everything. So I'm not. I, I'm just talking to you from my perspective. If a guest was having me on solely because I'm blind, and was and just said this type of shit to me, I'm saying I would be uncomfortable. I'm projecting that on to her. Um, which might not be fair, but just you guys tell me if you agree with me. Is this an uncomfortable intro for someone to receive? Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Ojeda Live. And this is a episode that we have all been waiting for. 
Uh, and I want to go ahead and just start off first off by saying... I mean, we've been hoping we could wrangle a trans for months. It's been one of our goals. I've been to the west side looking for anybody to come on. I've been... I thought these unicorns have escaped me, but luckily... I was able to lasso one, so here we go. It turns out one of these things is real. <laughs> oh, Craig, you're not far off. Oh. <laughs> Good. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, we will not tolerate any transphobia on here. Uh, I know that I got okay. a couple of... All right. Now, this is what I'm talking about, where I'm just pretend, not even on a podcast, let's pretend I'm walking into a room. People know I'm on my way. They don't know I've arrived yet. And I just hear on the other side of the door, don't guys don't bully him for being blind all right our instinct is going to be to you know put things in front of him that he stumbles over throw things at him hold up your fingers and see if you can tell how many there are i know that's all of our impulse we see this man as nothing but his disability try and get past that (laughs) meanwhile i'm just standing there like uh hello i wouldn't be anywhere but here right now (laughs) she's in the room for this she's listening to him go like now, I know, listen, you're going to want to bully this freak. Don't you dare. <laughs> Not in my house. Y'all understand me? <laughs> Everyone be nice to this weirdo. He's he's acting like a, a parent when their kid is just staring at someone that has like a, wow. like a disfigurement or something. <laughs> it, it's literally, so the audience is like just the cool kid in school. This trans person in Richard's mind is the nerd that they're being forced to hang out with. <laughs> and Richard is the, you know, the parent that want to make wants to make sure it all goes well and says, hey, you know, y'all better not point and laugh at this joke. All right. Folks uh, on here that are moderators, if somebody starts throwing uh, <laughs> uh, some shade, you go ahead and just block them because we're not going to have this game. Listen, we- I know you're all going to want to bully this lady. <laughs> if you can even call her that. But I'm telling you, I'm not going to allow. <laughs> you th- Meanwhile, like Richard's a liberal. I'm sure his audience is all like liberal people. They're probably just like, yeah, we're fine with this. Oh, man. We're not going to bully her. <laughs> this would have been a good one to be watching live for. Yeah, I, Richard, I have no interest in harassing this woman. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and just block him because we're not going to have this game. We have an amazing guest on here. And uh, I am really excited to bring Jenna. Dorothy I mean, he, she's a special little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is just the tops in my book. <laughs> so without further ado, let's go ahead and bring her on. <laughs> hey, make sure we play our trans person intro. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, we got the breaking news sound that says we got a trans on here. Thank you. Uh, I love the title of these clips so much. What's the next one? This one is uh, entitled, uh, There's Not That Many of You People. Well, Craig, like, uh, you know, like any good messiah, like any good prophet, you predicted exactly where Richard's mind goes. <laughs> You know, I, I you know, I, I see that, you know, like the Republicans right now are, are trying to make I like how he's going to mask every thought he has with the Republicans. Oh, no, <laughs> he doesn't. He takes ownership of this thought. Does he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you see, uh, the Republicans were wondering, uh, what's the deal with you? And I was just like, actually, it's very funny. You know what? Just play it. 
Because it's actually the opposite of where you think he's going. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> the Republicans right now are, are trying to make everything about you. And, 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 and you know, the, the transgender community, I mean, and, and I, I may be wrong here, but my thoughts are, I'm like, you're talking about the 0.0001% of the population. And I mean, yet- y'all barely, you're barely worth worrying about. <laughs> what kind of impact could you really make? I mean, it's almost like your condition doesn't even exist. Like a few of you made it up and everyone's making a big fuss about it. <laughs> they act as if you guys are literally the, you know, the, the you're going to destroy us all. If, if, if we, if we accept you, if we, if we, you know, have conversations with you, if we say it's okay for you to live your life and, 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 and just like everybody else wanting to we break know, bread with you, if we sit next to each other on the bus, the chat is uh, attracted to this person. Is that right? That's, that's, that's right. Like everybody else wanting to, you know, but pursue happiness. Y- you deserve that too. <laughs> you people deserve a smile. <laughs> you know, she, like I said, in the interview, she goes along with Richard and is like, yeah, thank you. I completely agree with everything you're saying. But much like the, the Bam Margera situation, I don't blame her. She's just being a good interview subject. <laughs> Richard is the one like, now... Uh, why is there such a fuss being made about you when I don't even know if you were real? Do you show up in photographs? <laughs> and, and excuse me for asking this. If I were to bring a, a clove of garlic around you, how would you react to that? If I put salt line on the ground, you can't pass it, right? <laughs> I mean, if the Republicans, if these dirty Republicans really had any motivation, they would stab you in the brain with a wooden stick. Don't they understand that's the only way to get rid of you? Now, when I'm when I'm in a building and I feel a cold spot, is that one of you people walking by me? <laughs> if you weren't such a pussy, Ted Cruz, maybe you would get a silver bullet and finally do away with these folks. <laughs> silver bullet. She's just like, yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> also, Richard later in the interview, I don't know if we uh, have it or not, but he's been, he realizes what he said there. And so he's like, I mean, there's barely any of you, but there's more than people think. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. It's like, well, which, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Ojeda, uh, someone in the comments says, if Ojeda was uh, interviewing you, basically, are you really blind? Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Mr. Geary, how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> ah, I got you. I wasn't holding up any. You passed my test. Um, I, this, I have been so excited to watch this clip. I'm imagining, by the way, Ojeda interviewing me the same way Portnoy did. Now you're saying we can call you blind, Mike. We can, bl- I'll play spike ball against you. <laughs> That'll be okay with you. Yeah. No, Ojeda is going to be like, now when he comes in the room, I'm going to throw the wallet at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We got an air conditioner on our stairwell. This blind boy kicked it right over. <laughs> Uh, this clip is called Trans is Greater Than Pedophiles. <laughs> now, you might think I was going for a sensational title when I labeled that. Oh, no. Richard informs us that, in fact, listen, if you're talking about <laughs> the dregs of society, he tells his interview subject that you outrank the Jerry Sanduskies of the world. Don't. <laughs> Don't worry about that. If you're worried about it, get it off your mind. (laughs) 
you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I just just blatantly can be like, by the way, you and pedophiles are always in the same basket. <laughs> well, yes, actually. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I saw a great meme and it was talking about you know, serious you conversation. He loves he loves a good meme. Memes rule this man's life. A serious conversation about transgender rights. I saw a great meme. I mean, I saw a meme that summed it up perfectly. And it's it suggests that you people are not pedophiles. And that's what the meme said. Yeah, the, the meme was uh, Drake being disgusted by pedophiles on one picture. And then the picture right below, he's pointing approvingly at trans people. <laughs> you know, I think uh, you know, clearly you've had a lot to deal with throughout your entire life. It's like a gif I saw once. <laughs> I mean, listen, I've listened to your story and I understand your father disowned you and that was a lot for you to deal with. It, it's a lot like this YouTube short. Bring that up if you would, John. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I saw a great meme and it was talking about, <laughs> you know, if you watched uh, To Catch a Predator. They caught uh, religious uh, leaders, school teachers, police officers, all kinds of things like that. But they never caught anybody in drag, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a lot there that we have to... A lot to unpack here. Holy shit. Please go back. We're going to play this a thousand times because we need to really study this. Oh, because, my God. First of all, I have no idea if that's true. I have no clue if to catch a predator ever caught a, a trans person or not. No less someone in drag, as Richard so gracefully puts it. Well, I mean... It's because they're targeting specific people on that show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there is a group that To Catch a Predator has gone after. It's Oddly, for whatever reason, NBC turned down To Catch a Trans Person. <laughs> it was weird. Dateline was like, yeah, we'd rather not put our name on that. And I thought, that's unusual. But I, if if one of these people that they were pretending to be was like into trans, you'd catch some. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, listen to this this blanket statement that Richard throws on an entire group of people, and how demeaning it is. This is also, by the way, like again to use the comparison, like if he had a black person on, and was just interviewing them about being black as if mm -hmm. that wasn't already demeaning enough mm -hmm. to be like, I mean, you know, y'all commit plenty of crimes. I don't see any of you shooting up schools though. It's <laughs> a great point. I, I guess. That's a great point. <laughs> Thanks. The, the most insulting thing that's sneakily getting by so far, I think in this interview is that he just said, they haven't caught anyone in drag. This person is trans, not a drag queen. <laughs> Oh my God. It's, it, I thought that too. But I, so I don't, the reason I didn't say it actually, that's a good point. Craig, Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I, I assume Richard is right on that. No. In my mind, I'm like, maybe they're okay with that term. But when I heard it, I was like, I don't think that's what she is. No, this person is, I'm a woman. Drag yes. Queens are guys who admit they're guys pretending to be women. Right. Addressing right. like women. <laughs> I, yes, yeah. Richard doesn't even have his terms straight. Now, yo, I, let me ask you something. Uh, how come they never caught, Chris Hansen never caught any of you? How come Chris Hansen never caught anyone in those Halloween costumes you guys wear? Uh, actually, young lady, we've got a little surprise for you. Chris Hansen's right here. Why don't you put those cookies down, young lady? <laughs> 
Can you take her away? I'm like, what's <laughs> happening? Oh, we're never getting through this clip. Thing. I, I I saw a great meme and it was talking about you know if you watched uh, To Catch a Predator, they caught. Uh, Imagine religion. just that sentence, just yeah. that the, the chunk of that sentence. I saw a great meme and it said if you watched To Catch a Predator. Meanwhile, he's having like one of the more serious conversations that exist in our culture today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, one, He's referencing memes and shows that have been off the air for a decade. <laughs> they caught cops and priests, but uh, none, of, none of you make believe. None of you make believe people. <laughs> now, I imagine your situation is pretty tough to deal with. It's a lot like the episode of Jerry Springer that I saw, <laughs> where they proved that that man uh, was in fact the father. <laughs> what? <laughs> Steve Wilkos threw a chair. It was a great episode. <laughs> No, that's a lot like what you're dealing with. Is that correct, madam? <laughs> Just uh, leaders, school teachers, police officers, all kinds of things like that. But they never caught anybody in drag, you know? I mean, I don't even know, understand you know. the point. Is the point? Hold on. Let me wrap my mind around this. Does Richard think that her profession is being trans? He thinks, I think he like thinks. She, she goes into work every day and punches a clock, oh, being trans again. Can't wait till five. Does he think he's talking to a drag queen? He's naming occupations. He's like, you know, salt of the earth people, like you trans folks, teachers, cops. Dude, these things are not comparable. What do you, I don't even get the analogy. Oh my God. This is so, in, this is more insulting than the uh, Native American interview. I just like, I like imagining this woman like punching a clock, like, ah, gotta be, gotta be up at 6 a.m. again to be trans. <laughs> Now, how did you get into that line of work? Might I ask? Some guy, some guy in like a dress and stuff with makeup and everything. He's just like, I fucking hate my job. I'm giving my two weeks. But like, if you, if you if you look at this argument, he's essentially saying like that trans is the most honorable profession to get into. Correct. And she's like, No, I'm just a woman. I just, I, you know, I identify as a woman. I feel like I was born in the wrong skin, basically. Like I. I'm nothing like a cop or a teacher. Uh, I am also not a drag queen. Please stop saying this. <laughs> <laughs> and they've never, ever saw a transgender person come on there. I mean, you know, everybody acts as if you guys are the most evil people, but the truth is. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. Holy crap. I was pausing for something else. Everybody, by the way. <laughs> As if, as if this woman, like every restaurant she walks in, ah, they're hiding under the tables. <laughs> I like how he goes, everybody thinks you guys are evil. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has worked her entire life to wipe away that label. Because <laughs> I talk like that too, but I'm not one that's like super sensitive about that crap. Uh, <laughs> now listen here, mister. Uh, let me ask you. <laughs> Hey, buddy. <laughs> now, we're just a couple of fellas. We understand <laughs> you, the nuances of the transgender gender argument. Everybody thinks you guys are evil. <laughs> That's a great line. Every, what a sentence. <laughs> Everybody thinks you guys are evil. I imagine, like, there's, if you showed this seven woman billion a people. <laughs> if you showed this woman a transcript of Richard's interview, like, before it started, mm-hmm. And you just said, hey, 
he's going to utter the line. Now everyone thinks you guys are. <laughs> He'd be like, ah, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do this show. <laughs> also hasn't really talked much yet. <laughs> Once again, Richard just talks over everything. He just monopolizes the time. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, everybody acts as if you guys are the most evil people. But the truth is, <laughs> is if you give people the opportunity to talk and get to know them, you know, you and I have been you and I have been going back and forth talking for quite some time. And actually, I, I, I and I'm barely even grossed out anymore. And I'm stunned, but I don't hate you. <laughs> I, I didn't get any of your germs on me or nothing. <laughs> I'm still a man. I, and I, you know, I didn't even catch trans when uh, I was with you. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. I, I mean, you are a hero. I, I'm serious. I, I, I could not be more happy. I mean, how insulting. <laughs> you, you evil. You guys are Use the blind analogy if they were like, hey, you know, like I saw when you were an intern, like the barstool guys would make fun of your disability. But I, I think you're a hero. I'd be like, okay, back it up. <laughs> 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 Fucking relax. Stop. I'm just I'm I'm merely existing. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, what this person is doing, and I will say it is like it's certainly like brave to come out if you feel uh that you're in that situation and you know you're gonna be judged then that is like a brave thing to do. But like a hero just to like live your life. I'd be insulted by that. If someone said that to me, maybe I'm, I'm again, I'm projecting that onto this woman, but so Mike, if someone came at you and said, uh, everyone thinks you're evil and should be hung in public. You don't think he would react funny. Now, uh, uh, you, you blind folk, I, you know, people want to round you up and execute you. And I, I'm not for that. Are not brave. You know, I actually don't think that's fair. <laughs> here's how I'm going to show you I'm a progressive guy. Is uh, I'm not looking to round y'all up and put you on a bus to a concentration camp. Isn't that swelling me? Richard, if, they, if this was in person, Richard would be like, can you kiss me on cheek for this photo op, please? <laughs> can I tell you, by the way, how lucky we are that Richard has a southern accent? Because <clears throat> if this stuff ever gets clipped, you yeah. can at least tell we're doing some kind of character. We are clearly joking. <laughs> there's something happening whether it's funny or not <laughs> we're, we're, you can tell it's not our words there's another show i do that maybe would sound like you're explaining <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. the transcript of very good show no no, no no not that one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i love this richard guy <laughs> richard gets me <laughs> that, that that's actually a great point if you showed Jerry this interview, or these clips anyways that we have... He's got guts. He's got it. This guy gets it. He's on our side. I think you are absolutely wonderful. I, I mean, you are a hero. I'm serious. I, I, I could not he knows, be more... By the way, he knows nothing about this woman, because he hasn't interviewed her about anything else. This person could you know, very much be a pedophile. Who knows? I, 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 let's go going back to the, to the black argument. I think you're a hero, and uh, you're actually a marvelous person. Oh, why do you say that? Uh, you're a black fellow, is that correct? <laughs> uh, yeah. Not based on any of your achievements or the good deeds that you do. Merely who you are is what has made me heap this praise on you. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is if the cops took you out, there'd be statues. <laughs> <laughs> 
happy with the relationship that you and I have developed. Uh, I just think you're a By the way, we're like four minutes into clips and this person has not spoken once. Well, to be fair, I did that on purpose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful person. And I think you're a person that has a voice that people need to hear. And we I'm not going to allow it. People <laughs> and I'm going to, that's why I'm asking these long winded questions <laughs> is that people are more eager to hear your thoughts by the time that I'm done. <laughs> Building up anticipation. No, you are. I mean, clearly yeah, I didn't care about her responses because she's just talking about her situation. There's nothing to mock really. Mm-hmm. I'm sure on Craig's show there is, but, <laughs> 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 but not for our purposes, but it does like all these clips are like minutes long. <laughs> of just, just Richard's soliloquies insulting this woman. You know what it is too? He'll say something and I think in his head he's like, wait, that might have come off wrong. Let me keep going. Oh, to- it, it, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> to come out and, 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 and talk to people. And, and, and by John, come out, I, I mean, uh, make sure that you're looking into not, the chat. Not come out like you come out. I'm just, uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say here? Uh, anyways, uh, I met this Native American guy. I'll tell you about him. <laughs> <laughs> because. If you see somebody that has a question, I want to make sure that we ask. Hey, if you see qu- something, say something, and that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he had the people of West Virginia do. <laughs> trans people to see uh, something. Good people of West Virginia, if you spot a trans out there in the wild, send them my send them my way. Alert your local authorities. <laughs> I got a lot of questions for that for that fella. You you guys are great. Question because I think this is important for us to also let our audience get a good opportunity to to pick your brain, you know. <laughs> also, by the way, he gets to I didn't clip this because it was it was just a quick throwaway kind of. But um, he says that a lot. He says, I want my audience to pick your brain. Meanwhile, at the beginning, we heard him reprimand the audience. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I swear to God, I will turn this car around if any of you misbehave. If you guys do any of the things you normally do in this chat, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> so, so meanwhile, Richard's stunned that he's not being flooded with questions for this woman. But he goes to the producer, John, at one point. And it's my favorite John moment ever. Maybe I should have clipped it. But go listen to the interview if you want. Um. um he goes, uh, hey John, we got any uh, questions for our guest here? And John goes, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> and then Richard just senses what's happening and he moves right on. <laughs> uh, Caitlin Hatley, the whore, two dollars. Have you? Ooh, thank you, Caitlin. Have you guys? <laughs> have you guys ever covered my husband Brent's show? I realized right as I said that I realized. <laughs> no, we have not covered uh, Brent Hatley. I think he retired from from the, the communication business. I never heard that name. That's a former Stern employee. Oh, okay. Um, is this the new clip? Uh, <laughs> uh, God's strategic mistake. <laughs> well, listen. Richard has a complicated relationship with religion. Uh, but he assures us that if there is a God... He had a plan for his guest and others like her. And what's wrong with that? I mean, what's what's wrong with just people saying, look, I'm going to accept you for who you are. <laughs> but this is like halfway into the show and he's still talking like this. It's the, it's the whole interview. Oh. No, I think the whole interview is like, what? Why? Why would anyone judge you? And she's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather they didn't. <laughs> 
horrible. And I, and I know it's something that you probably, you know, wait on your heart for a long time with your father basically disowning you, you know, but I mean, he throws that away. Like it's nothing, by the way. You know, like your father disowning you. I'm not going to delve into that at all. I'm just going to casually mention it and move right along. Your your father disowned you. Understandable. <laughs> now, your father thinks you're some kind of freak. Anyways. Anywho. The day, I mean, what's wrong with you being you? It doesn't affect me. Oh. It doesn't affect the, it doesn't it doesn't take food off of my table. Did you hear that? What's that? The thunder at your house is now at my house. <laughs> oh wow! We're getting, we're this is like the Doppler radar. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't run out of power here. Storm trackers. <laughs> I just stopped recording and restarted just in case I lose power. It's wor- you know what's wor- what's bad if you lose power mm-hmm. is that a lot like there's nothing I. I'm just here. <laughs> I, you're just stuck talking to people. I could I I'd be able to get through it to my phone eventually. <laughs> But no, I just I just took my board, shut it off, and turned it back on, uh, just so we have at least the two hours in case I lose power. Thank God. Uh, but let's continue with God here. What's wrong with that? I mean, to me, like, and I've said this many times, I said, I believe... He said that looking at her crotch, I think. Well, like, <laughs> pointing. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, again, how insulting is this? Insanely. You know, why? I mean, I, you know what? I'm of the mind that people should treat you like a human being. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'd let you sit in the main room at my restaurant. That's for sure. <laughs> I I think y- y'all should be able to sit at the front of the bus. Uh, I think what Frank Sinatra did for you people is wonderful. She's like, no, 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 wrong group. <laughs> <laughs> What are you again? <laughs> I'm sorry. Which one are you? We got a lot of interviews lined up this week. You know, if you believe in God and, and, and I'm not a real religious person, but I I've been basically saying that if God is perfect and all knowing and he doesn't make mistakes, why'd he make you? <laughs> is that where this is going? <laughs> kind of. Oh, God. <laughs> is perfect and all knowing and he doesn't make mistakes or she doesn't make mistakes. Ew. <laughs> Gross. That's good. Richard. Hey, now's the time to catch yourself. None of the stuff we've mentioned. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't backtrack on anything we've played so far. You picked the right moment to be like, or she <laughs> You called this person a man five seconds ago. <laughs> or she doesn't make mistakes, then I have to ask, then you're not a mistake. God made <laughs> you the way that you are. And he made... Oh, my God, also, dude. Keep in mind, he said, I have to ask. So there's a question mark at the end of that sentence. You're not a mistake? <laughs> I, to be fair, I don't know how... There's got to have... There must have been, like, a number of concussion grenades that went off near him. <laughs> like, that's the only explanation for this. The whole time in his mind, he's just watching his buddy die in Iraq. <laughs> he has no idea what he's saying. <laughs> You're not a mistake. God made you the way that you are. And right? he made you that in a way to educate us. Because at the end of the day, what we all have to do is learn how to coexist. 
instead of throwing <laughs> stones at you. I'm not sure oh if God. you quite understand what Richard's saying. I'm, I, I'm listening to him talking about potentially stoning this person to death and got excited for where That's he was correct. going. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, Richard's saying... <clears throat> for those for those that are uh, having a tough time keeping up, because he's all over the place. <laughs> That's why pencils have erasers. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Nimrod seventy one. That's very funny. That's very funny. That's why pencils have erasers. <laughs> but yeah, what Richard is saying is now listen. If I'm to understand religion correctly, uh, you are in a mistake. You were made mistakenly in order to teach us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, well, thanks for taking it out on me, God. Jesus. I, 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 I spent my entire life thinking you were showing us what gets you a direct one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> but God, <laughs> when God created man, he said, in thousands of years, people are going to start coming out as trans in order to educate the fine folks. <laughs> Hey, it's a weird lesson. <laughs> and he made you that in a way to educate us, because at the end of the day, what we all have to do is learn how to coexist instead oh, of throwing stones coexist, at you. Coexist, by the way, another insulting term. I know. Like, I coexist with my neighbors. <laughs> I don't interact with them ever. We don't get in each other's way. We coexist. <laughs> so Richard is saying there should literally be a class, like a group of children at Northeastern. We should maybe today. segregate places. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. A, a group of students at any college around America should be lining up today to just look at this woman and be like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> oh yeah, th- th- this is the this is uh like current, you know, this century bearded woman at the, the circus. Lesson, the lesson plan <laughs> is like. Be in a room with this person and exist. That's what Richard <laughs> thinks they were sent here by God to do. <laughs> Natural entertainment. <laughs> uh, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I think that is why he has tortured you with the wrong <laughs> genitals so that I, Richard Ojeda, could, you know, write a synopsis of it. Yeah, so I could go, hmm, interesting. Ah, you don't say. <laughs> Us because at the end of the day, what we all have to do is learn how to coexist. Instead of throwing stones at you and hating on you, I should just accept you for who you are and let's just go ahead and live our lives. Who he uh, says that like he's not gonna? I should just accept you for who you are. <laughs> uh, students, part of the lesson plan today, we have a guest speaker. His name's Matthew Shepard. Why don't you get in here, Matthew? <laughs> how do we coexist with you, son? <laughs> uh. Oh, good. This is uh, <laughs> this is committing to the pedophile analogy. <laughs> well, listen, he's he's dug his heels in. <laughs> he has said yes. There's a lot. If you watch this whole interview, there's a lot of like, oh boy, did I misspeak there? But no, he is confident that pedophile analogy rock solid. <laughs> I did an episode one time on here where I had seven pages of lawmakers who have been caught sexual trafficking, who've been caught with child porn. Uh, why do you keep Bob, you know, lumping <laughs> me in with this? <laughs> uh, I've noticed you keep equating me to sexual predators. Why is that exactly? I'm actually, uh, you know, into guys. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. You know, I know you're kind of ranting here. If I could just submit, I'm not a 
sexual predator. You understand that, right? Yeah. In fact, my boyfriend is 57 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm in no way. I have not committed a sex crime. I'm not looking to. In fact, I've never talked about it. So. Hey, 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 save it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, we understand. <laughs> I just want him to go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking here. The law Man, you mate. really are a woman. You won't stop interrupting me. <laughs> the hormones actually work. <laughs> who have been caught sexual trafficking, who've been caught with child pornography, who incestual relationships, all that's seven pages, seven pages. And, you know, these you weren't are even people- on that list. Ah, I saw you share fire on that list. Leave three, four pages of it. You know, I read through all seven pages. I didn't see your name once. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, they were all Republicans too. But you know, in the party, okay. the party that screams the loudest at you know against something—that's the people you have to really pay attention to because those are the ones. Yeah, those those are the trans people. <laughs> well, I don't even get the analogy. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> uh, he just he just said, you know, everyone, you know, what 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 is it uh, like word association? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. trans pedophile shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is so. I think the argument that Richard is trying to present is that very often you'll hear a story of a senator, or a congressman, someone that is staunchly against gay marriage. And is found in, you know, a bathhouse or something. Mm-hmm. Tale as old as time. Always. Richard's like, you know what is a similar analogy in my mind? Is pedophiles <laughs> and trans people. Natural. Natural. <laughs> Clearly. If you're <laughs> against trans, it means you're against pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. Uh, this is a great, this is a great title for a clip as well. Uh, asking for a friend. (laughs) Well, um, Richard, there might be a reason Richard was so curious about this person. But but I know that somebody asked a question and they said, okay, uh, they, they wanted to know, uh, your, your dating situation. Are you, are you, do you have a, 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 a man or, you know, Oh, I wish. (laughs) <laughs> uh, someone someone just asked me uh are you free and do you happen to be in north carolina this friday night i don't i don't know what their intention is but that's what they're asking in the chat i here. cannot tell a lie i am mesmerized by your boobies <laughs> <laughs> he he hasn't referenced the chat once no. until he's like you know someone wanted to know <laughs> uh this one's called the same struggle oh well Listen, like I said, this person has been whatever you wherever you stand on the trans issue, whatever. I'm not trying to get into that. Whatever you think about it, this person has had a tougher life than me or Craig. You know, mm-hmm. they've de- they've definitely had stuff they've had to overcome and an internal struggle. Whether you believe in it or not, whatever they have dealt with that. So is Richard. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and you know, I I know that has to hurt. Uh, when, when, you know, you, you, you have, uh, you know, somebody that you're starting to care for, but then, you know, they don't want to accept you openly. Uh, exactly. And I know that has to hurt. Uh, and, and like I said, wow. I, 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 I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I, I, I was very, very small. I mean, I, I, rem- I remember I how small am. I was because mm-hmm. I always wrestled. 
But I can remember one time uh, a girl that I was absolutely in love with uh, said that she would date me in secret, but she wouldn't date me out in the open because I was too small. And uh, it, 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 you know, yeah. that right there, it, it stung. Because, so like uh, kind of samesies when you think about it. <laughs> you know, your struggle, my struggle being on the wrestling team, we're kind of compadres in that way. <laughs> I really like this girl. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's I'm a similar situation, you know, when when you just they just don't want to accept you for who you are. Uh, yeah. OK, John, have you saw any good questions? I am looking here. <laughs> I love that Alan Scott said you can't love others until you love yourself. And and, and he's spot on, you know, and and, and I will tell you, you know, I, that's a, that's the thing. I, I feel, you know, I, I, I think you're a confident person. For some reason, I thought he was going to say clown. <laughs> I think you're a clown for my amusement. And I, I find you very amusing. <laughs> Is that the I spot? I find you funny, like kind of ha-ha funny. <laughs> was that the spot you were talking about when the guy's like, I'm looking? Like, uh, sure. <laughs> Trying uh, to think of one. <laughs> and if this is StreamYard, this person can see the whole chat, which is also funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's a, that's the thing. I, I feel you know. I I I think. I, I mean, when I was in middle school, I was in love, and this fellow named Nick Fuentes knocked the books <laughs> out of my hand, and he stole all the girls from me. And then a pack of four or five women just following him everywhere. <laughs> I mean, so that's kind of like uh, you wrestling with the 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 struggle of you know cutting your penis off. <laughs> We're kind of one and the same. Two peas in a pod, if you will. <laughs> this their show is going to be two peas in a podcast. <laughs> uh, this Now, this person, who I've barely even introduced, has struggled with being a trans person. I have a heartbreaking story of a girl not liking me in middle school. <laughs> I mean, it's the pretty much the samesies. Confident person. Uh, I, I, I really do. And I think you're a strong, confident person. Uh, and I, you're built well. <laughs> I think that you definitely. Uh, you look like uh, you'd be good to, you know, build a shed with. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> do. You love yourself and, 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 and you deserve to do that. You have to love yourself when you're trans because. <laughs> Everyone, you know, your society is against you. Everything in society is against you. You have to be an incredibly strong and emotionally stable person. Right now, she's like, am I, am I just allowed to talk? She's wondering when she's going to be stopped. <laughs> she actually <laughs> got pandering. She's like, can I just talk? <laughs> she actually got blue pilled. She went in being like, I don't feel oppressed at all. And now she's like, everyone's against me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I didn't realize they were trying to stone me. <laughs> actually, in the middle of this interview, she actually called the cops and turned herself in because she's a pedophile. <laughs> I was like, am I a pedophile? This guy keeps, he's making some good arguments. Enough people say it's got to be true. <laughs> this is who I am, and I don't give a fuck if people don't understand it. And <laughs> Whoa, very ladylike language. <laughs> How much longer is this clip? I don't remember this part. Uh, Ten more seconds. Okay. That is an incredible amount of resistance that takes a lot of strength and bravery. And that's what a lot of people who don't understand trans people don't understand. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that was. I, I don't know why I left that in. That was probably a mistake. But <laughs> we let we let her talk. Ew. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what is oh, it? There's oh, more. Yeah, there's two more. Good lord. 
Uh, this one is labeled coexist. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long one because we still got to get to Hackrod. I know. I know. I'm waiting for the, uh, where the fuck are you? <laughs> that, you know, anytime that you want to address a, a group of people about something, you know, you're, you, you are always more than welcome to come on here. Oh. Uh, you know, to me, you know, the way I look at it, you know, I, I, I believe in the coexist. You know, my, my wife actually has coexist on her car. Uh, to me, <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm that, a friend of the train. I mean, like I said, I have I have been impressed by you since I I, I saw your so, post. A and physical then, specimen. Then we met each other. I, is uh, it, this is just, this is more of the same where he's just like you. You really are something. <laughs> I want to study you. And, and I have been impressed with you from the get go. And you know, I, I I feel that I can learn from you. You know, and that's the way people should be. (laughs) You know, we can learn from one another, but at the end of the day, we can coexist. You know, I can accept you for who you are, you know, and, and, and that's, and, and let's just take it from that. You know, I, I, (laughs) what he's saying is like you living fine in my book, (laughs) but let's leave it at that. (laughs) He's getting like that kind of man. I I mean, I listen, I don't want to share, have a beer with you or nothing. (laughs) I will not share my table. <laughs> um, this is, this will be looked back at like the way we look at like progressive people in 1960. <laughs> We're like, why are they calling him boy? I don't know. What the fuck is this? Uh, this is the last one. It's called happiness. Okay. Let's hear it. And you know, I can tell you, you know, if, 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 if my daughter, my daughter could beat the fucking dog shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight my daughter? Ted Cruz won't take her up on it. If 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 my daughter fell in love with a black man, the only thing I care about is that he's I good. About this. Holy fuck! I forgot. Oh about boy! This. I forgot. Oh boy! <laughs> he says, "I mean, listen, in 2023." What Richard is saying is, I mean, if my daughter dated a black man, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> It'd be no problem. Yeah, you're the only one saying that it wouldn't be fine. I swear to God, I'm fine. And that's a fact. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, no, we're all pretty cool with it, man. <laughs> Why are you sweating? <laughs> and You know, I can tell you, you know, if 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 my daughter fell in love with a black man. The only thing I care about is that he's good to my daughter. If my I don't son... even care that he's black. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, listen, I would put that aside. <laughs> if my I would put all of his flaws aside and ask, is my daughter happy? So now, now he's comparing uh, transsexuals to... Is that still interracial relationships? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was gay. All I care about <laughs> is that he's happy. <laughs> yep. This is again not a comparable situation. Son was gay. Mm. All I whoops. Fell in love with a black man. The only thing I care about is that he's good to my daughter. If sweet. my son was gay. 
Oh, not right. That, then I'd step happy. in. But you see my point. <laughs> then I take the belt off. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's when, I mean, you know, a father's got to step up at some point, teach the boy the right way. But the black thing, I'm fine with. <laughs> hey, all I care about is that he's happy. And, 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 and that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about are they happy? As my children, I don't care what my children, I don't care who they are, who they're with. It doesn't matter to me. Are they happy? Richard was about to make the analogy. He was about to say, it was on the tip of his tongue. I credit him for stopping himself because he was about to say, if my son was gay, I'd be totally fine with him. If he dated an armadillo. (laughs) (laughs) He was again about to compare these people to subhuman. (laughs) (laughs) Because as long as they're happy, then I'm happy. And then the thing, the same thing goes with you. You know, you're just trying to find happiness in this world. I mean, let's be honest. If, if his son came out as gay later on at dinner, he would have bloody knuckles and there'd be holes in the drywall throughout his whole house. Actually, no, he would have him on his podcast. <laughs> so you're gay. As his hands in an ice bath. Tell me that his son. How well does a penis fit in your mouth? How could you do this to me? <laughs> And there's a lot of people that want to deny you that happiness. And for what? And these are the same people that will go to church on Sunday and talk about how love is how it's supposed to be. But they only love the certain little group. Everybody else is is, is absolutely, uh, you know, the enemy. And once again, I don't care. God made you. <laughs> I, you I swear. Have I not made it clear enough? <laughs> you people, fine by me. <laughs> I don't care. God made you who you are. God made you exactly who you are. And and to me. And as I know, said, it was a mistake, but he knew what he was doing. <laughs> it's so that people can learn to coexist. Learn to love you for who you are. You know, I, 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 to me, I just, it just, I hate the fact that it's 2023 and we're still living in a world like this. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. doesn't even mean anything. What does that mean? None of it makes sense. He was spiraling <laughs> and trying to get out of it. <laughs> I suggest anyone goes, well, we did play the, the best parts, obviously, but. Yeah. Whoo, doggy. That was another good one. All right. Time for the main course, I suppose. I suppose it's been it's things. it's been hyped up a lot. Yeah, I don't recommend that. <laughs> I don't like that move of thumping your chest on Twitter before we played it. But I think he does. It, Tackerhead's a very talented guy. I think this will be very good. Uh, one thing I will say, because I always have to send Hackride messages through the show now, because mm-hmm. he's learning more about me and the show and everything. He's learning, but he's not a hundred percent there yet. So, um, uh, you will not get to tell me when to pause things on my show. <laughs> it's just not how it works. If I want to pause this video every three seconds, I'll do it. He ge- he gives that one to me as well. And make sure yeah. you play to the last second. Yeah. I will stop it, start it over, stop it again if I want to. <laughs> That's the deal we have worked out. But Hackride does uh, amazing work. The other thing I wanted to say is like, I've seen people in the comments be like, uh, by the way, leave a comment on YouTube, people. It helps the algorithm, apparently. Um, and subscribe on Patreon. Go to blindmike.net. Um, people are like, why are you even playing these videos? 
And my argument to that, but, but most people like them, I think. So I'm I, not saying people hate I them. I haven't seen anyone really not like them. Maybe the yeah, last most one. most people like them. But we get, you know, you get one and two or two comments about everything of people being like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And my argument to that would be like, we just did two hours. So stop watching if you don't want to watch it. Go yeah, fuck if, yourself. If you don't like Hack Ride's videos, shut it off now. Yeah. Yeah. We're giving you fair warning. But he does uh, masterful work. So we'll see what he did um, this week. Uh, more awesomeness with a super sticker from New Zealand, it looks like. So oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, please. We, yeah, we are taking super chats, by the way. Yes, we are. I, oh, that's one thing I meant to mention is like, I love these guys. Maybe we'll talk more about it next week. But I love these guys having like pissing contests like Kevin Brennan and Chad Zumach and Patrick Melton and Bob Levy and all these people. Like, they're having dick measuring contests. Steel Toes, another one where they're like, you don't even get. 400 viewers live on YouTube. We get 600. It's like, yeah, I mean, there are shows that get hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Why are you arguing like this? It's embarrassing. It's like, you know what it is? It's like Kevin Brennan's like the Dave Chappelle of this whole click, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So they go by him, the numbers he's doing. They're like, whoa, my God. Jesus. And it's like, yeah, you still shouldn't be like bragging about that. Kevin does well for himself, I'm sure. But it's not like whip your dick out numbers. <laughs> but uh, here we go with uh, the Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, ladies game. and gentlemen, hack ride. Uh, the floor is yours. This is so long. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should mention that, too. Last week or last time we played one of these, the video was uh, nine minutes. I think 12 minutes long. All right, 12, nine or 12. And I said they cannot be that long. And hack ride added three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of respect the move. <laughs> Cockride seems to not like me. <laughs> I didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, he has a. You keep playing. Ray DeVito. The name that echoes through the depths of my mind. An incessant reminder of the torment I endure. He has become the darkness that consumes me. Gnawing at the frayed edges of my sanity. Metallica I close song. my eyes and there he is, Ray DeVito, grinning, taunting me with every word. His jokes, like shards of broken glass, pierce my soul. Most of the people watching this don't even know who Ray DeVito is. My mind, corroding my thoughts. Yeah, taking out his grudge. Do the joke now. And how Kobe Bryant, him dying in that helicopter crash, like, uh, can't really blame that pilot. Like, it's Kobe's helicopter. Like, then he just ran into the wall. It turns out the mountain took the charge. And uh, I, I saw the replay. The mountain didn't move. <laughs> he thinks he can die. tough. Pretend like it never <laughs> happened. I don't even have a Kobe joke. I have no jokes about Kobe. I would, I'm not against having a Kobe Bryant joke. I just don't have one. I can't escape him. Even in my dreams, every time I close my eyes, Ray DeVito invades my thoughts, infiltrating my subconscious. What are you smiling at? You want something to smile at? Huh? Dance, motherfucker. Dance. He has taken something from me. Something I can't reclaim. The joy of comedy tainted by his callousness. My once peaceful slumber, Regular now a battleground of twisted nightmares, with Ray DeVito's distorted face leering at me, mocking my very existence. It has been a long time since I called this number, but I can't take it any longer. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, it's me, your old pal, Cardiff Electric. How are you? Yeah! 
<laughs> if I'm calling you Cardiff, you know how I am. I am. Be- Pause one second. <laughs> Sorry, Hackride. I hate that I have to ask this question. Yeah. Is that the real Cardiff? <laughs> I can't tell. I was hoping you were going to tell me. We were the only show that hadn't had this fucking potato on. <laughs> Didn't you go on his show? No, I've never interacted. Well, um, on WATP, I've interacted with him, but that's it. Um, so, uh, thank you. Take it away, boys. But, but I can't take it any. Oh, Carl's in the chat. I hate that I have to sit through two hours of this show to finally get to the hack ride bit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Where we rip off Carl by using Cardiff now. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, we didn't. Our hands are clean. Longer. Oh, hey. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, it's me, your old pal, Cardiff Electric. How are you? If I'm calling you, Cardiff, you know how I am. I am become death, destroyer of worlds. No way. Yes, Cardiff. <laughs> Until you try to stop me, or I'll turn you into a 99-cent meal. What? So you're still doing comedy? It's not a joke, Cardiff. I'm going after Ray DeVito. World famous? Cleveland comedian. Yes, Cardiff. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to track him down for me. You owe me this, Cardiff. I need him. His pink sheet? No, Cardiff. Just Ray. Just find me Ray. I'm also going to need a bagman. I need the most disturbed, violent, hostile individual you know. I will pay them well, but I need a true piece of shit for this job. And no, Michael Richards was not available. You got a guy like that? Oh, let me tell you. Well, just text me the address and name of your bag, man, and then get to work and find me motherfucker Ray DeVito. Don't f*** this up, potato. All right. See you, Jerry. Your light's about to come on, Ray, and I'm coming to grab you off stage. Where is Cardiff with the address for the bagman? Fucking West Virginia? Are you kidding me? This guy better be worth it, potato. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't either. Hey, stranger, are you Jerry? <laughs> I'm sure you are, or I'll be angrier than a snake with a toothache. And that's a fact. <laughs> I am Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. It's good to meet you. I am the Army Major. Curb stop, curb stop. Oh, it seems you have a little speech impediment there. That's cute. So you talked to the potato? Yes, I did, Jerry. Good. You know why I'm here, and you know who we are going after. Ray DeVito. Correct. A real jackaloo. A what? A real jackaloo. I don't think that's a word, Richard. <laughs> Load those weapons in back. You're okay with driving? No, I don't mind driving, Jerry. Once I drove me and Doc Stallings to the border, old Doc was mad as a wet rooster in a rain barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Richard, you are one cousin f***ing yoker. Okay, Jerry. Okay, let's head out. And while I wait for the potato to call with the location of Ray DeVito, now it's the contractual (laughs) obligations. So let's play the Jerry Seinfeld game with Blind Mike and Craig. Well, it's about time. Welcome to the Jerry Seinfeld game. 
with your host, me, Jerry Seinfeld. I hope he tells me when to pause. (laughs) This week, I'd only let a goodie. Is this funny? And just a quick reminder, you shut the fuck up, fellas, until the pause screen comes up. Who the fuck do you think you are, Jerry? It's like you're two horny teens. They can't wait to stick their fingers in each other. Now you know how this works, fellows. I show you a video and you tell me, is this funny? Easy enough. Okay, chat and newer subscribers, buckle up. I would like to introduce you all to a few characters as played by Blind Mike Geary. First up, one NPR Mike. Drama can be summed up in one word miscommunication. Either way, it is very clear that these Jerry, there's a context. Oh, no. are not on the same wavelength for helping a young disabled boy. Thank you very much for your service. Brad, you've requested NPR. This is because apparently this wasn't meant for public consumption. That does requests for voices and characters now. So here you are. You are helping the disabled community in the process. Oh, that was brutal. (laughs) A woman character named Danielle. Oh, well, I no, mean, Jerry. obviously, David, like, you wasted your money. Like, obviously, this was a mistake on your part. Obviously, yeah, there's a context. It doesn't hold up. On, um, I don't know, like, food to feed yourself, David, okay? Um, obviously. Oh, God, and this. if you thought, wait, can I don't like that Jerry's answering with Danielle interact? If that happened, I think I would f***ing die. Well, yes, these worlds collide in this brilliant bit right here. Young lady, would you care to go out on a date with me? Um, obviously, you're going to have to do a little more than that, okay? Obviously. Such interesting character work, Blind Mike. I'm sure no one will ever use these videos against you. Well, let's start the game of Craig. Craig, I ask you, as a man with principles and values, a proud conservative man who would never lie, but a man who would celebrate telling truth to power, I no. ask you, NPR Mike and Danielle, are they funny? <laughs> Oh, man, I should pause this because I'm going to take my time here and think Craig, about go ahead, this. Please. Uh, it was the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. I don't know why you should have a Netflix special for this, I think, okay. and the whole bag should be thrown at you. That's good. That's good. And you didn't even see this beforehand. Wow. I'm amazed you yeah. were able to think on your feet like that. I didn't see this before. Just hold on, Richard. We're almost done. Oh, boy, you heard that. That's tough. Hold on, go back a little bit. (laughs) Sorry. You heard that. These worlds collide in this brilliant bit right here. Young lady, would you care to go out? Too far. You went back a little too far. You don't need to see me again. You know what? This is a way longer video than I'm used to, so my normal methods of rewinding are no no good. Okay. NPR Mike and Danielle. My question to you is this. Why? Craig, you fucked this up. Please take your time in answering. Blind Mike, on the issue of NPR Mike and Danielle, my question to you is this. Why? Well, I think there's a context that you don't understand, Hack Ride. Like, it was references to the Kirk Minahan show. These were cameos for individual people. It doesn't hold up. All right? (laughs) That's a great answer. Okay, folks. That was fun. And remember, we all do things in our careers we are proud of. Look at me, right now. Here we are, at the bottom together. Well, not the bottom exactly. Have you seen the Meg? It's like that ocean below the regular ocean, where only prehistoric monster fish live. Yeah, that's it. That's the bottom I'm at. 
Also remember, if you have any other embarrassing, ridiculous, or damning videos or audio from Blind Mike or Craig, please advise Packride's DMs are always open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't care for that. It's the potato. Cardiff. Is that the only part of the game? Did you find him? And guess what I found? I found Ray DeVito. Where? Living <laughs> in the old abandoned Topps baseball card factory. Of course. I found Ray DeVito. That, Jer? I think if hey, he's Jerry, there, we're Jerry, even. Jerry, tell the potato the army major says hi. Richard, shut the f*** <laughs> up. Yes, Carter. If he isn't, I will see you again. Shut up. Bye, Carter. Richard, we are going to Ohio. I've never been to Ohio. Look out, world! The Army Major is going to the big city. Things have been hard since Stuttering John went away, and I got hit in the face with a hammer. Jesus Christ, Richard. Sometimes I get so angry, and all I want to do is stomp. Stomp! Stomp! stomp. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to try and get some sleep before I murder another human being. Uh. All right, Jerry, you have a good nap. I will have us in Ohio before a chicken can peck a biscuit, Jerry, Ray and that DeVito. is in fact a fact. Ohio. It's factual, Jerry. That's what I'm trying to say. This is why you should be watching on YouTube, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. We are here. Okay, great. What does it look like? It looks like at an abandoned baseball card factory. I'm going to kill Cardiff. There is some movement, what? curb stomp. What do you see? I can see about 10 armed guards patrolling the front of the building, Jerry. Okay, give me a weapon. <laughs> a hammer? Are you fucking kidding me? A hammer is a great weapon, Jerry. It's all John Henry ever needed, and that's a fact. Wait, here comes. Is that a school bus? Wait, there he is. That's Ray. Jerry, that's the kind of bus the Army Major went to school in. That's not surprising. How am I going to get in there? I will keep these guards busy. Don't worry, Jerry. This is my chance. I won't let you down. Now, go and get that retarded motherfucker Ray DeVito. Thanks, Richard. I really owe you one. Glad the potato called me. <laughs> Seinfeld with hammers going up. I am unprofessional. Cockride seems to not like me. Blind white project. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Uh, Got ran out of LA. I have talent list. I am unprofessional. <laughs> really? Giving it to Ray DeVito? He really hates him. I have talent list. Line white project professional. Cockride seems to not like me. Got ran out of LA. Line white I hope this hurts, Ray. You unfunny, untalented, <laughs> dream haunting motherfucker. <laughs> How's this hitting the mountain, Ray? <laughs> What is this? Ray DeVito is a fucking robot. Okay. Hello, Jerry. Dang, Cook. <laughs> yes, it's been a long time. Oh, you poor little boy. What? You see, Jerry, Ray is one of mine. One of your what? What is going on here? 
Well, after I was completely and utterly shunned by the comedy world, I had nothing. I was lost to shadow, Jerry. But in the shadows, Jerry, I finally understood my purpose. I understood how my mediocrity is a gift, not a curse. That is when I decided to build an army of truly shit robot comics to lower the bar, to reshape the landscape <laughs> of comedy in order to Come re-enter on. it once more. Presenting <laughs> some bar as the norm. And once, once again, again, the brilliance of my mediocrity will shine. Dane, you're a madman. Let not the weight of this revelation burden you, Jerry, for your greatness only increases in the world I am creating. Now you see... This is diabolical. <laughs> so that is why there is no funny female comics. Actually, no, we don't do female comics here. To my knowledge, that is God's programming, not mine. <laughs> yeah, that tracks too. No, as the truth is <laughs> like laid there before you, robots. I beg for your understanding. And moreover, your help, Jerry. My help? What do you need from me? Silence is all, Jerry. You will allow little Ray here to return to the wild and continue to poison the world with his sour, unfunny <laughs> setups and half-thought-out punchline. Find solace in the knowledge that your greatness remains unblemished and your peak will only grow with this draining of the comedy ocean. What? I think I'm starting to understand, Dane, what you've done here. And what do we do about this pile of shit? Don't worry, he's our cheapest model. A little duct tape, he will be good as new. He's more than a jacket model, Jerry Master. We attach eyes, but chin too. He's harmless. I guess I'm sorry, Ray. I didn't know your awfulness was calculated. No fault of your own. On reflection, now it's rather <laughs> obvious as no human could be so lacking in humor, tact, or talent. You know, an amoeba can only ever really be an amoeba, I guess. Anyway, Awfully goodbye, aggressive. Ray. <laughs> My guards, they are under attack. Oh, shit. I forgot about Richard. <laughs> Richard, what in the f*** do you think you're doing? Let me, Jerry. I'm doing it. Ah. Stop, 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 is now a bad time for a tune-up? <laughs> oh, oh come on. Come on. Thank you for watching the Jerry Seinfeld game on the Blind Mike Project. Two and seconds of this a was a game. Thank you to our guest star this week, one Cardiff Electric. Make sure you follow Cardiff YouTube, which will be posted under the video. Well, unless Greg fucks that up. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. You know, I was thinking of starting a creative writing class at the local community college and call it and that's a fiction what we do is write vampire themed teen fiction what do you think Jerry please kill me <laughs> and that's a fiction ah oh. Oh. Oh, didn't expect and this. that's a fiction is a great line didn't expect to see that at the end there. What was it? It was a dedication of my dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant that sincerely. No, I know. I know he did. <laughs> I just was not expecting to see it. <laughs> there he oh. is. Oh.
ride. Excellent work. That was, it was, there was a lot that was very good in there. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, here's my only real note. First of all, it was fun to, uh, you know, attack the boss for a day, but we'll nix that. <laughs> I do it every time. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do. <laughs> We've made enough sport of me. We can move on to Craig now. <laughs> um, but no, my only, my only note is, uh, just make those like a couple different episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it to be continued. Yeah, like do the do the the Ojeda thing on its own, <laughs> then the Dane Cook thing. You know what I mean? Like make you could have made that three different episodes. Yeah. Uh Boxing Dad with the super chat says, rest in peace, FUD. Let's put Carl down next. FUD. That's the name of my dog. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um why? Fear, uncertainty, and doubt? Fat, ugly, and disgusting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it was, yeah. All right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but excellent job. Heck ride. Thank you. That was um, great. I one other note. Oh yeah. Ju- just that like, he must understand we can't every week play. Like we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> supposed to play a 15 minute video every week. I'm supposed to be somewhere. We're two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> Are we really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Longest yeah, episode right, by man. far. Well, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. <laughs> uh, excellent work, Hack Ride. But yeah, like I said, in the future, just make it a little shorter. Uh, although he did warn me it would be long. So in, in all fairness, but excellent work. I, and that's a fiction taught by Richard. You know what? I want that implemented. <laughs> I, need, I need that to be like a weekly short that show. Be the next game. Yeah, that's a fiction. Call, and that's a fiction hosted by Richard Ojeda. Cartoon Richard Ojeda was oh. my favorite. That was like when they, you know, brought yeah. Frank in on Always Sunny. Yeah. Like, he, oh, how was it not always this? He could, he could, it could be called That's a Fiction, and you have to figure out if it's fact or fiction, and he'll say Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. You know, Hackred's a creative guy. He'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. That'd be funny. <sighs> All right, everybody. Well, <laughs> that's fiction. We <laughs> and that's a fiction makes creative writing class. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, here's a good one. Chad lies or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, any anything, right? Really. And we decide if it's fact or fake. Something like that. You'll figure it out, Hack, right? I trust you. I'm sure it'll be all Ray DeVito. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is he's having this fight with Ray DeVito through me. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion on the guy. I think he's kind of boring. I don't either. I, I I have no idea. Uh, I have no like no knowledge of him, but the fact yeah. that he hates him so much is funny. Now to I'm going to beef with Ray DeVito because of this guy. <laughs> And shout out to Cardiff Electric. Yeah, shout out to Cardiff Electric. Thank you. Um, check out Cardiff Electric. I'm gonna message Patreon? him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna message him for whatever link he wants in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do all that. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Oh, by the way, real quick, so we can just go after the show. The links that you put on um, the uh, auto, the audio version of the show, they don't work. The links. Yeah, like you, you put blindmike.net in the description of the episode, but people can't click on them. So that's something to work on. Really? That's what people say. Anyways, uh, that was exhausting. This is a long episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had to, I mean, we had work to do. It was Richard, between Richard, Bam, the whole thing, you know? Right. All right, everybody. We'll uh, see you guys <laughs> next. I'm on WATP tomorrow. Uh, go to blindmike.net. Goodbye. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. 
everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. Stop my belly hurts. What's that, sir? Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.